Hello everyone, welcome to the Classic Gaming Podcast, I'm Robert Ring. Today's date is May 19th, 2017, this is episode number 82, and with me are Blake Corey and Jay Totoro, both Hello. of them, at the same time, at the beginning of the episode. Can you handle that? I don't know, it's a lot of <laughs> Not beef. anymore. I was able to handle it until you asked me that way. Well, imagine how I feel. <laughs> I don't I know what that means. I don't either. I'm a little uncomfortable. A little bit turned on and a little bit uncomfortable. It's like borderline when I listen to uh, Solid Snake talk. What's this? Oh, Metal Gear. <laughs> That's pretty good. It never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up with you guys? Um, Anything special? Not a lot, honestly. I think. All right. Well, I watched a movie. What's the uh, besides Mario, the Mario Brothers movie? What's the quintessential uh, video game movie? Mortal Kombat. Uh, that's a good guess, but no, not Mortal Kombat. I would say Mortal Kombat's probably the best of them. Yeah. Okay. It's, not, it's neither of those. It's a local. Um, think, it's all right. All right. It's not. It's not uh, the Wizard. Yes, the Wizard. There you go. Oh, the you watched the Wizard. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that since I've I don't know that I've ever seen it. I yeah. watched it when it was very. Uh, I definitely it was on have TV, right? Uh, well, I don't know. I rented it. Just I was. I don't really know. I was like, I want to just watch this again and see like how bad it is because I watched it like in the theaters when it came out, and I don't think oh, I ever no. saw it again after that. But uh, if you're not familiar with the Wizard, you well probably everyone is. This is your is, classic but... game for the day. <laughs> no, no. But I figure it's worth talking about um, for anybody who's not familiar with it. It was based. It was a movie. It's ba- It's uh. It's got the kid from Wonder Years. What's that guy's name? Fred Savage. Fred Savage, yeah. Okay. Why do I? That? <laughs> that guy, like, he has, like, the mannerisms of a 35-year-old. Yeah, he really does. Um. Anyway, it's got the Wonder Years kid, and it's, like, his brother, like, is, he's got, like, some problem where he can't talk or something like that because he was, like, emotionally uh, traumatized. And they're trying to, the, the movie is fucking, like, the whole premise of it is just dumb. And they're trying to get to California like they broke him out of a uh, like a home for like yeah, kids that's with mental right. disorders Jesus. or something like that. Yeah, and uh, and then they're trying to get to California so he can win like a video game competition. And then like they got somebody trying to track him down the whole time. Plus his parents are trying to chase him. And uh, I mean you can I mean you can tell how good the movie is just based on the story that it's based on. So so Rob, really quick. It was actually the first time that we got to see Super Mario Brothers 3. Yes, that actually was really cool. I was oh, going to mention yeah. that because, like, you know, obviously, as everyone knows, it was just like a big commercial for Nintendo pretty much. And that in that aspect, it's lame. Yeah. But it was cool at the time to be a kid watching this movie. And then you're like, oh, I wonder. So at the very end, they're like, so like he's been practicing every single Nintendo game, like the whole movie. And at the very end, they're like. They like throw. They're like they have a little contest. They play like Tetris and a couple other games to see who makes it to the finals. And then they're like, "All right, we're gonna pull out a game that nobody's ever played before." And everybody's like, "What? No, you can't do what? What's what's it gonna be?" And then they pull up the curtain, and it's Mario Three. And like, like Blake said, that actually was the literal unveiling of Mario Three, even to the audience. And so it was that that part was really actually pretty cool as a kid seeing that. So that was actually a pretty genuine surprise and it looked really cool. So like, not only did you get to see like, Oh shit, this is what Mario three is going to be like. It was it, along with that. It actually looked really, really, really good. And 
Nope. Mario 3 was an amazing, Mario 3 was an amazing game. game. Nobody, nobody had ever done anything like that before. So that was that was pretty neat at the time. And then they made the Super Mario movie. Overall, it was um, not a good movie. Because it's got the power. <laughs> Dude, Blake, do you remember? Oh, wait, you, just, you said you haven't actually, you don't remember if you've seen the movie yet. Do you? Is that what you? Yeah. I've seen like the reviews of it and bits and snippets of it, but I don't actually remember ever seeing it. When the, the kid is, um, he used the power, so like he's got the power glove in like a, like a foam briefcase. Um, and he pulls it out. Because so like it's this other it's like the antagonist this this other kid that's really good at video games that they meet like halfway through the movie, Spoilers. and they're and he's like showing him how good he is and he like has his friends hand him over his suitcase and pulls out the power glove and he says that it's so bad line, and then he like he's playing Rad Racer, and he's got his hands sticking straight out like in a fist pretty much and he's like barely twit like tweaking his wrist like left and right like just barely swerving around other cars like there's that type of like there's that much precision in the fucking power glove. Like this was what made people be like, Oh, the power glove. That, that must be a pretty awesome, uh, like controller. Cause like, it's completely un like unrealistic to the real thing. Like the way he's like the precision that he's controlling the car with in the game. And then you buy it and it's just a fucking piece of shit. That was kind of amusing to watch. God, the power glove was steaming garbage. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It was such a cool concept, man. Like, I was so excited. It, yeah. And then we're, here we are, like, three decades later, and they're like, hmm, Wii U and Wii Motion <laughs> Controls. Ooh. Why'd you say that? Like, uh, like Yoda almost? Mm. Oh, Fozzie Bear is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally different, but close. What if they re-released the <laughs> So gross. Imagine like putting your hand in that thing after somebody's been playing for like fucking five hours. <laughs> Ever use that glove? Ever. You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. You dick. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. Sounds like it was a My wife was like, why are we watching this? You made your wife watch <laughs> it? <laughs> I didn't make her watch it, but she was sitting out in the living room when I was watching it. Because we only have one TV. And, uh, and she was just like, why are you watching this? And I was, I was like, honestly, I really don't know. That's funny. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. What was this? Come on. Nonsense. All right. Well, uh, that's all I've been doing. <laughs> I don't have any news. Really? There's nothing. Um, no, I don't think so. <clears throat> I mean, I guess the closest thing to news, it's not retro at all, but Destiny 2. Is yeah, that's really interesting. Tons of Destiny 2 information. And I mean, I didn't think about it at the time, but there's a few reasons for this. But uh, it is not going to be released on PC through Steam. It will be on PC through the Blizzard app. What? Yeah, I found this really this, interesting this? at first. I, really... I was kind of surprised, and I was like, huh, I wonder why would they would do that. And then there were two things that came up. One, Bungie is owned by Activision. Okay. Yep. Just like Blizzard. And it's like, oh, yeah, of course, they're going to keep keep it in-house then. Uh, and then the second thing is that they're going to be using Blizzard's um, cheat detection. Which yes, is pretty cheat good. detection. Also, the Blizzard downloader is a pretty fucking solid piece of software. Yeah, I had yeah, the same okay, thought those process are good when points. I first saw it. I'm like, 
it, it's a really good piece of software. I'm not a huge fan of it necessarily because it's just whatever, but it is a really good piece of software. Like when I saw it too, Blake, my first thought was like, wait a minute, did they just buy Destiny? And I'm like, wait a minute, Activision, Blizzard. Oh, okay. <laughs> hmm. All right. I'll give them that. Yeah, it, it was, it's cool. I mean, for people who like Destiny, who want to play with their friends online, it's, it's really cool to see it get ported over finally. Wait. But hopefully they make it a <clears throat> more challenging game. Um, when is it supposed to come out? Early September. Oh, that's pretty. That's fast. I, I didn't check the dates on it too much. Seems I mean, fast. the content's already all done. It's just a matter of. You know. What's well, like? When did the first one come out? Like two years ago or a year and a half ago? Um, oh, it's more about than, I think it's two, two and a half. Probably two. Yeah. And Destiny. They said like. There didn't they wasn't their plan like for Destiny One just to last like to be like have like a ten year two and a half years. It was supposed to have like a ten year lifespan originally, wasn't it? That's League, right? So no, no, no. League. I'm not talking, but I'm I'm like Destiny said they they said something oh, like that. Blizzard's also said that about WoW. Well, that's pretty much true for WoW. Well, I mean, not since launch, but there was a few a year maybe two ago. Someone at Blizzard was like, "Oh yeah, we've got the game planned out until 2026." I don't, I don't believe anything that any of the developers are currently saying. Because I imagine, like, I mean, when when WoW goes down, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like a switch. Like, well, no. What do you mean? What does that mean? Like the population dips, the game's like just completely losing people. But I think it'll happen. I don't. I mean, like, I feel like that's kind of happened a couple times. Then it like went back, like not super high. I mean, but then it, actually like, go out. down. I mean, no, no. I'm saying like when it actually dies. Okay. When it actually dies, we'll we'll know. Like. When it's actually well, like, I mean, like when people talk about it now, like that, all you have to do say, is look at the, the amount of money. You're, you're saying like when it's obvious that it's dead, it'll be obvious that it's dead. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, What's the point of that we'll sentence, know. though? I don't know. Just, just okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you're looking for here. I don't know either. Yeah. Why don't we talk about uh, games? This is what I'm going to do. Hold on just a second. Oh, shit. I meant to do this ahead of time. Got scared. All right. Uh, we're going to do this in alphabetical order. Or, or well, this... What's up? What? Hold on. Hold on. Not, that's not what I mean. Um, Blake, Robert, J. Randomize. Uh, Blake goes first. Robert goes second. Three goes... Uh, J goes third. <clears throat> Three goes, Jay. I'm finishing my dinner. Okay, well, first, then I'll go first. Jay goes second. Okay. Or Blake right. can go after me if he's done with his dinner by then. All right. You ready for this? Good. Yeah. Parappa the Rapper. Oh, played Parappa God. the Rapper? I'm so excited to hear about this. How great is Was the this music? the first time you've played yes, it? I, know I have Jay never played, played it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, um... PlayStation 1, 1996. Wow, 96. This, yeah, I was a little bit surprised by that, too. This game... Who developed this? ...is so stupid. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love the beats and the lyrics. Regardless of whether you like it, this is a stupid, stupid game. Absolutely. So, all right. Backstory. Yeah. You with me on that one, Blake? I mean, yeah. I'm with you on it too. I'm not gonna okay, argue. Yeah. It's right. a good game. So you're Hello? you're 
It's not great. It's literally just pressing a couple buttons. That <laughs> yeah. Buttons that pop up. It's not a I couple mean, buttons. It's not a couple. There's it's like, the original, like six it's buttons. The original a few thing. couple buttons. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's like six buttons. Again. All right. So you're a dog character. Uh, like all the characters are in the world are like animals or like flowers and things like that. You're you're a rapper. Yeah, you're a dog. Uh, but you're you're like an anthropomorphic dog who's like a teenager-ish. And you're trying to impress this girl. And so you're basically... So the game is you going through a uh, series of stages where you basically like each stage you're kind of like learning to do like a thing to impress her. Like you're learning to fight or you're getting your driver's license or getting a job or like... Really? I didn't actually know there was a story to it. That's actually really funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's It's really like... It's really like... Kind of reminded me of, I don't know, I think like the Japanese ish way of telling the story, where it's just like so like weird for the sake of weird. Most of it, it reminded me a little bit of Katamari Damashi. Um, Interesting, but it's not just like completely random like that. Like it's just really like I guess like I said, weird for the sake of weird. Um, everybody, it's it's very very cartoonish. And so okay, so you go through these stages and you're learning to do things to impress this girl, and you're rapping to learn them. So. What you do is like in like the first level, for instance, you uh, you're learning how to fight, and so you're rapping along with the guy who's teaching you how to fight. And like if you rap correctly with him, then you pass, and then you go on to the next thing. Isn't he an onion? Yeah, he's an onion. And do, oh man, I meant to I meant to do this beforehand to see if you could if y'all recognize this. But do you remember the second one when you're learning to drive the car? Do you remember? Do you know... I've only played the first and second level. Do you know why we stopped the car? Do I know why we stopped the car? Do you remember that part? That part... No, I, I do. do. Okay. I that one, the first that's, one. That fucking stage, man, <laughs> is hard. All right, so that's... Yeah, well, I got really stuck, like, on... At first, on the first... Like, I had to play the first level at least ten times before I beat it. Yeah. And, like... Mm-hmm. It's, um... So at the top of the screen, they have like a line going across the screen and it's like got a little icon of you scrolling across and at certain points in the beat, you have to hit the button when he says like certain parts of the rap, but it's like the timing is not correct visually at all. You cannot use that to base like when you're going to hit the button. Oh, is that right? Yeah. All you can use that for is to know what button you're supposed to hit, but then you kind of have to like approximate where it is and say like, okay, that needs to go on this beat. This one needs to go on that beat. You can't try to line it up visually or else it, you will fail every time. Once I learned that, uh, it was still pretty tough because it's like the game is really picky. Even if you are doing it with the beat mm-hmm. and listening for it, it's like ridiculously picky sometimes. My mind just went blank. Oh, oh yeah. And also what's what's dumb about it is the way it's scored. You could do perfect the entire song, but then if you mess up like the last two lines, then you'll lose. And you fail and you have to start all over again. Oh, that's right. You don't have like a life bar. It's just a matter of... Yeah, it's got like four levels. It's got like... It says... It's got like cool or good. And then like... Fair. Bad. uh, I think it's like bad and awful. I think it's cool. It's four things. I think it's cool, good, bad, awful. And uh, like... And it says you rapping. And then that moves up and down to whichever line you're doing good. So like what happens is if you mess up twice in a row then it goes down one and then if you mess up if you do good twice in a row then it goes up one so like if you finish on cool or good then you pass but if you finish on bad or awful then you lose so you can stay on good 
the entire time. But then if you mess up the last two lines, it goes down to bad and you lose. So that's also pretty stupid. Um, most of the songs don't really make sense. I should have, I should have pulled up some lines to, uh, as examples, but like, I thought you were a professional, damn it. I know, I did too. Really sad with myself right now. But like, like a lot of the lines just don't even make sense. Like the songs themselves are nonsensical in the first place. Like when you're learning to make a cake for this girl, you're making her a seafood cake and it's a chicken like teaching you how to make the cake uh, the whole time. But like, even within the confines of that, some line, I'll, I'll pull up some in a minute when it's not my turn. Like some of the lines just do not make sense. Uh, there's only six levels in the game. Um, they don't go by fast because there were like one or two that I beat on my first try, but most of them took, took a little while. So it, it does, it's, it's not just a breeze to play through, but it's definitely, it's definitely not, not a long game at all. There was a remake of this that just came out like a month ago or not a remake, but a remaster rather. Uh, I have not played that. I didn't play that one. I played the actual PS one version and I was looking through the, um, I was looking at the manual in the PS one case and this is, I, th- I believe this is true for pretty much every game, uh, every PS1 game at this time, but it was really funny to see on this one in particular. There's a hint line you can call. Oh, yeah, I always love those when you find <laughs> those in the guides. I'm at, like, I'm... Try pressing the buttons on Yeah, time. that's what I was like. What the fuck kind of hints are they going to give you if you call them and say, I can't get past level two? What, what can they say literally beside what Blake just said? Like, I imagine they just have different ways of saying mm-hmm. that. Like, well, have you tried? Have you tried <laughs> pressing the button more on time? What about closer to on time? <laughs> what about if you press it a little bit earlier or later, depending <laughs> on if you're pressing it too late or too early? That's really all I've got. This game was really stupid. What was your favorite song? What's your? It's definitely a dumb game, but it was like it was a weird. It's weirdly fun. Yeah, at first I was kind of intrigued by it. Okay, like I, I kind of see. Like I didn't. I never. I don't think I ever finished it, and I didn't play it that much. But like I can understand part of why people like it. But then there are a lot of people that are like, "Man, I want Parappa the Rapper to come back. Let's get Parappa <laughs> no. the Rapper an open world game." And I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> game wasn't that cool what, what are you, the what fuck would an open world game yeah. consist of that look even... you would run around you would get in the car <laughs> oh, okay and to drive forward you would have to press the buttons in time with your own wrapping come on how cool would that actually be probably not very and that's why it's a dumb idea and that's another thing like like you said what as i was playing it i was not necessarily bored by the gameplay but it's really simplistic all it is is you tapping buttons yeah. along to the music I played the demo for the most part of this game, and that was enough. You know, honestly, <laughs> yeah, I, think yeah. I believe it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of another thing. Is the gameplay? There's like, I mean, it's extremely limited. But at the same time, still, like, like you said, I, it never really got boring. It was just like, all right, this is this is an okay way to spend thirty minutes. So, still wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but uh, and I didn't like. As, as dumb as the game is, I didn't have a terrible time playing it either. And some of the rap songs are pretty fun to listen to. Gotta do what? I gotta believe! 
that it's Jay's turn next. You like that? Is anybody still there? When did you yeah. start sleeping? Damn it. All right, I can hear you now. Oh, hi. Can... Uh, hey. Thank God. You missed my sick... Uh... Did, fuck? You, did we oh, even get recorded then? Or... What? Hi. Holy shit, dude. What? Hi. Are you all hey. right there, Robert? I'm good. You sure? Um, For now, yeah. Okay. Cool. What's your favorite song on the um um the the game? one about kung fu? That's all I remember. Okay. The driving one I remember annoying the shit out of me. The driving one, I think I like the driving one a little bit better than the kung fu one. You're an idiot. But but those are the two good ones. Those are the two main good ones. The last one was pretty good too. None of them, it's, like I said, none of them, none of the songs are really bad. They are kind of fun songs to listen to. But yeah, I give those my best ones. Jay, what's your favorite one? Uh, I only I've only done the first and second level. As I was talking oh, about, okay, I okay. primarily played right. the demo, and I really enjoy. I mean, the first level was my favorite one, just because it's just, it's just ridiculous. And the onion falling asleep with his fucking um, karate gear on is so funny. <laughs> oh, oh, one of the levels you uh, you're on a date with the girl with the flower, and like all of a sudden, Parappa has to take a shit. Really? And they like yes, Jesus. and he like can't stand it and he they like he's like oh we gotta go and they like jump in the car and he's driving and he's like his face is turning green <laughs> and really? he's like sweating and stuff this is the second to last level Did and you beat he's, it? yeah and then oh, the wow. last level is where you get to take the shit okay. <laughs> no the last level is like uh, everybody gets together and like celebrates how awesome you are pretty much i think i've watched that last level before <laughs> but but on the on the one where um he has to take a shit. Like, you finally find, like, a bathroom somewhere. And he, like, jumps out of the car and runs in. But then it's got all of the people who you've rapped with so far. They're all lined up to use the bathroom as well. So you have to, like, rap battle each what of them. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't know. But you have to rap battle each of them <clears throat> to get to use the bathroom. It's like they you have a rap battle to see who gets to use the toilet. And so, like, you have a rap battle with the onion. And then you have a rap battle with the... Uh, oh, my like, God. Hit like the I the, the little bit of respect lady. I had for this game I just absolutely lost. <laughs> and okay, then if you lose, sad. and then if you, if you lose, it zooms in on Parappa's stomach and shows like a like a like a, a spaceship launching. Are you serious? This is yeah. real. Yeah, this is real, real life? life. Jesus. Yep. So take that for I'll, I'll let I'll let the <clears throat> audience make their own assessment of uh, of whether they should give this a shot. Spoiler. Yeah. I bet you, like all everyone is jumping up their seats to buy this game right now. <laughs> I gotta go grab it. I want to see how much the remastered version is. I'll check that out while uh, Blake. Are you ready to go? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. All right, you I hope they have to pay you for you to have it. Okay, uh, I've actually got two games <laughs> okay. to talk about this time. I Ow. ended up going back, and I beat Parallel Worlds, and it was uh -oh. one of uh -oh. the most overrated awful, oh. built-up, worthless things I have ever played. Oh, <laughs> where to begin? Um, I don't actually remember how far through the game I'd gotten as of the last time. I think I'd gotten to the second world. And the dungeons in the second world were... They started off being better. They started off better than the ones in the first world. And then it just went to complete shit. Uh, I don't think I talked about Darunia's Cavern last time at all. I'm, I'm trying to remember, uh, for everybody listening, 
I'm trying to remember what parts of the game I had talked about. Yeah, I, was I don't think, to think I talked about the Dark World at all. I don't, uh, I don't think you did either. Yeah. So let's uh, let's do a rundown of some of this Dark World stuff. Now, um, I think the best one to talk about would be Darunia's Cavern. I'll pretty much summarize it with that. Uh, all the dungeons in the Dark World I thought might be interesting. Instead, they ended up being a lot of repetitive nonsense really? bullshit. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, so Darunia's Cavern was... Now, keep in mind, in this game, they removed the ability to pull up a map when you're in the dungeons. Why did they do that? I'll explain in just a minute. I think oh, you yeah, told me oh, yeah, last time. Yeah, you I didn't probably say that told about... you, but there's more with that. But wait, <laughs> okay. there's more. There's always more, Blake. There's always more with this pile of trash. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, Zeroni's Cavern is a... It's six rooms wide, and it is ten rooms deep. Holy shit. <laughs> with four rooms oh. off to the side of one place. And you don't get to pull up a map. And it's not like you just get to walk into through any of the doors and any other room. You can't go left, right, up, down at any time. No. There are doors that close behind you. There are doors that close in front of you. There are doors that open by you killing everything in the room. And there are doors that open by you pushing a block. So you have to find, in this giant dungeon, through these 60 rooms... You have to find the big key for the big door. You have to find a small key, or maybe two, to unlock uh, a door to get to the big key door. You have to find the big chest key, and you have to find the big chest. In 60 rooms. In so if 60 you're speed rooms this, where you don't know fucked. where you're at. No, if you're speed running it, I mean, you're going to be fine. You're going to know where everything is. If you're blind playing this... <clears throat> Uh, you don't oh, know it's not what random. the fuck okay. that is. Okay. No, no, it's not random at all. No. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, wow. <clears throat> no, no, it's all set out. I actually, um, I ended up going through almost every single room, sort of by accident. And then I came back to it the next day and I was like, hey, I'm going to pull up a map to find my way through this nonsense. So as it turns out, at one point, I was one room away from the door that led up to the big uh, to the boss. Uh, but I didn't. I don't think I had the big boss key or the small key needed to get through there. Um, and I didn't know that it was right next to me. And you have to take a specific route around like three or four, through three or four different rooms to get mm. the right room set up so that you can push the block in the right direction so it doesn't block you off from getting up to these stairs that lead up to the small key and the big key door. But I was in the room next to this, and I walked up into the room I walked above me instead of going down and to the right and all this stuff. And it closes behind you, and it gives you a teleporter that takes you all the way back to the very beginning. <clears throat> what? So you have to walk, you have to find the right route to get all the way back up there again. Not only that, but uh, there are mini-bosses. I talked about this last time. There's a lot of mini-bosses oh, yeah. in the game where it's just repeats of bosses from Link to the Past. Except with souped up health, with like three, don't they six, respawn ten every time times you leave as much health. Matter of fact, they do. Also, at this <laughs> point, I hadn't found um, actually the way to get your arrow capacity upgrade, arrow and bomb capacity upgrade, is in the light world. So you can't, if you get to the dark world without upgrading it at all, you're stuck with like twenty arrows. Oh, no, um, uh, fifty arrows max and twenty bombs max. I think is what it was. No. No, I think it was the base length of the past stuff. So it was like 30 arrows max, 10 bombs. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. So 
the the four rooms that I mentioned earlier that are off to the side that are tucked away, kind of secretive. I found those before I found the big key and the all the big door and the small key and all that <clears> shit. <throat> and I went down there, and one of the first rooms you walk into uh, that leads over to these four rooms is a room of a fireball spitter in the middle and Armos, the boss from the Eastern Palace uh... in the past. So I've only got 30 arrows, and I'm like, all right, all right, I'm going to ration them out, I'm going to make these shots count, and I get through the fight using, like, 20 arrows, and uh, it takes 18 at least to kill them all. And I was like, all right, I feel pretty good about that. That's not bad. And then uh, I go into the next room, and there's a bombable wall uh, in the room next to that, and I bomb my way up, and it's another room of Armos. And I'm like, oh, that's just great. Now, Now I have to fight them. When I don't have that many arrows. In addition to that, I was down to half of a heart at this time. And <sighs> the room has a fireball spitter in every corner. And lining every inch of the wall is a bunch of fucking spikes. The floor <laughs> is a conveyor belt. I th- wait, um, Was it a bunch of conveyor belts? Or am I thinking of a different spot later on? I remember you talk about a uh, mechanic like that previously, but I don't know if it was the same area. I can't remember if this spot had a conveyor belt floor or not. I feel like it did, but I may be wrong. I remember last time Even I was muted and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> at your misery. Even if it didn't, uh, there's enough bullshit happening here that it sucks already. So, eventually, I just save state my way through the room. It probably takes me wow. 15 minutes anyway. At this point, I had given up on playing the game naturally. Yeah. I was like, I was looking up maps every once in a while if I really needed them. I was looking up um, some guides, little tips, using save states, all this shit. And eventually, I get through the room. And the room next to it, I figured that this was the boss of the dungeon. Or at least it was the right route to go. The room next to it, it was... I, it hurts to talk about this. I'm sorry. You're in a safe place. It, it, it was one of those little tablets that you can talk to she can sleep. In, in Link to the Past that let you talk to Sahaswala. So it's like tips. That's all it was. It was a little tip thing that said, here's the stuff that you can throw into the fairy fountain. Oh, oh you told us about yeah. that. Okay, I didn't tell you guys about that one. All yeah. Because right. like you can easily test it on your own. Here's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, it's just five things that you can just find out on your own. It's like, oh, great. Thanks. <laughs> Um, Alright, so, the final dungeon of the game, since I've already talked about all this other shit, or at least enough of it, uh, the final dungeon of the game, the Parallel Tower, you have to go through it at least two times. And it's almost the exact same dungeon both times. The first time up, you're in the Dark World, for lack of a better name, and then you have to do it again in the Light World after you've found the... Uh, the Master Sword, and all this other stuff. So, you do the same fucking tower, except the second time through, you're able to do the, quote, hard optional puzzle, which is off to the side. So you do this hard optional puzzle, and it's a bunch of really stupid stuff, like there's um, there's a, a room that has a row of spikes. You don't know how you're supposed to be able to cross over to the other side to get to the door. Uh, and eventually, I, I kind of figured it out pretty quickly. I was like, oh, I bet there's a hammer spot. I bet I need to use the hammer, and there's some hidden peg that I can hammer down and walk past it, and that's exactly what it was. The next room was a series of fake invisible things. 
and I eventually <laughs> maneuvered my way through all of those. Wait, what do you mean by fake uh, invisible things? Like, uh, there are spikes all over the place, and you don't know which ones you can walk through and which ones you can't. Oh, okay. And so you just have to kind of keep trying. And some of them are invisible? Um, they're all visible, but oh, okay. all, not all of them are real. Some of them gotcha. are. Gotcha. And so eventually you find out which ones you can, the path you're supposed to be able to take, and you do it, and yay, it's done. So then you go into the next room, and it looks like it's just a dead-end room. There's nothing in there. Except you're once again supposed to pull out the hammer, walk into the wall below you, and hammer down a peg so that you can walk through an invisible passage that will lead you to... Um, actually, what was in this room, in the hammer peg room, was a, uh, a heart container. And then in the room below that, after you pull out the hammer and find that little secret, you discover that there's another mushroom. And getting this other mushroom lets you get the final medallion. And then there's a little note in the room that says, hey, congratulations, you found all the medallions. So now you can get the real ending of the game or something like that. There's an ending to it? Eventually. And apparently there's multiple endings. I don't know how many. And I don't know which one I got. Because the guide in the game for finding out what, how to get the fucking best ending is shit. But we'll get around to that. So, at this point, uh, out of the seven floors, I believe, that the Parallel Tower takes up, to get to this optional area where you get the mushroom, you're on the fifth floor. So you have to leave the tower, take the mushroom to the ferry, to get the final medallion, or so I thought, but again, we'll get to that as so well. So, realistically, if you did not have a guide and you went into this completely blind, would you be able to finish this game? Um, Fuck no, or no, or hell no, or no Um, I think you can finish it, but uh, like there's just so there's just so much stupid shit in it that it's not worth your time at all. Interesting. Um, the oh the other thing, um, I guess I probably talked about the invisibility last time. I didn't learn about the, how the invisibility works until a little bit later, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that more in a sec. So. I didn't know at the time that the game does have an ocarina in it. I'm in the final, final dungeon of the game, and I still don't have the <laughs> ocarina. They've been making me walk all over this goddamn awful, stupid map for the last 20 hours of <laughs> gameplay. You get the ocarina right before Ganon, but I didn't know that at the time. So, I got this mushroom, and this note said, Hey, you can go get the other medallion so you can get the best ending. And I'm like, alright, fine, fine. We're gonna go get the medallion... And then we're going to go back in through the tower one last time, and we're going to finish this. At this point, um, this stream went on for about 10 hours, by the way. And I was like, I'm going to beat Parallel oh, Worlds damn. today. So uh, we're getting up there. This is around the 8 or 9 hour mark. Or maybe even 7 or 8 or 9, something like that. Because we're not quite at the point where I gave up just yet. And I'm like, alright, we're going to go get the medallion. So I go and I leave the tower, and I get the medallion, and we go back through the tower all the way up to the 5th, 6th floor. And going through the sixth floor, I got to a door that I didn't have the key for. I didn't know where the key was. I went through the entire tower. I used a guide to look up where the other key is. And I had gotten all of the small keys in the tower, as it turned out. So I reclimbed the tower again looking for this key. Then I found a video that showed where all the small keys for this dungeon are. Now, I knew this going into it, but I didn't know which keys I had found and which keys I hadn't found, because there's no decent way to track this in the game. But 
There are three keys sitting in the light world and three keys sitting in the dark world in the overworld map that you have to go find to be able to complete this dungeon. I didn't know that I had missed one of them. I thought I had three when Jeez. I went into the dark world one. So as it turns out, I had missed one key in the dark world. And you know why I missed it? Because I didn't know about the invisibility button combination of hitting the two button the two buttons at once. I think I probably talked about this last time. Uh, you hold down R and X at the same time, and it makes invisible walls disappear. And actually, you know what? No, there were two keys that I missed. I lied. And they were both in the dark world, and I didn't find either of them because I didn't know about this god-awful, dumb fuck of an invisibility mechanic. I didn't even know. All right. So the reason I didn't know about it <laughs> is because the game just says, oh, hey, the X button doesn't open up the map anymore because it does something different now. And I'm like, okay. They'll probably what? reveal that later. One, the hint that you get from Zelda when you rescue her is push. Now, all of these hints you get from the maidens you save. All of the, these hints are supposed to be used in the parallel tower, or so I thought. This one doesn't mean a thing for the parallel tower specifically. Instead, you're supposed to be using this throughout the entire game for your whole playthrough every room you walk into you're supposed to hit r and x so that you can see whatever hidden shit is around you didn't know that so there was a hidden wall in the cathedral in the dark world that i never there's no reason to inspect the spot to try to walk in there or anything because you don't know about the invisible wall mechanic at this point or you don't know that it's like everywhere I guess is a better way to put it. Because you found the Book of Medora, which means you've found secret hidden walls before. The other hidden one is once again in a hidden wall. But I didn't know that this hidden wall was... You also needed to bomb it, because I actually did try to walk through this spot. And as I walked into it, and I was like, all right, that bookcase is a real bookcase. I can't walk through it. And I left. But no, you had to put a bomb down next to the bookcase to blow a hole open behind it. So I did that. I got all the keys. I went through the parallel tower for the fifth or sixth time at this point. And I got to the end and I picked up the ocarina and it was like, yay, I can fly wherever I want now. I'm going to walk down into the pit to kill Ganon. So there was a staircase next to this pit that leads to Ganon. And down this staircase, you get to read a little note that says... Oh, it's something like, hey, to get the real ending and to find the true power of the Triforce, what you need to do is you need to pass all of these tests. The test of the tower, the test of vitality, the test of something else and all this shit. And there were like <laughs> five different tests. And I'm like, okay, are you fucking kidding me? Not only like it's not only just saying, oh, there's a bunch of shit that you need to do and that we're not really giving you instructions on how to do. It's that you told me earlier that I needed the medallions to get the special ending. You didn't mention anything else about all this other shit. And so then I went and beat the game, and I was treated to one of the most god-awful sequences ever. Is, one, is, it, is it really a special ending? Like, is it actually I don't know. Else? I have no oh. idea. I couldn't really find any information on it. Otherwise, I would have at least known more. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know if anybody's taking Parallel time. Parallel is the one that's custom. It's made by people, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All games are made by people. Well, sorry. Non-fucking, like, 
main developers? Or what are you going to so I go and I do the Ganon fight, and it takes forever because it's Ganon, and they've given him like ten times as much health as usual. So we're just sitting there forever. I think I actually killed him with my very last arrow. Wow. And I was like, ah, oh, thank God it's over. It's done. And I walked into the Triforce room, and this is the dumbest part of the game, believe it or not. The Triforce goes on about how, well, I don't have any real power. All I can do is make mirrors to parallel worlds. And it just keeps talking about all this shit. And then it's like, like it, its voice is like a guy that doesn't want you to be there, but it knows you're there, so it has to talk to you. It's like, all right, yeah, you've earned this. I get, yeah, I'm... I make mirrors to other universes. Um, I, can't, I can't really do anything. I don't have any power. I'm not that kind of Triforce, you know. And then it's like, to end it all, uh, it's like, hey, you know, well, I, you've come all this way, so why don't I bring in, I mean, there's an infinite number of universes, so you know all of those maidens that Ganon killed to get the power and all this stuff? Well, why don't I, why don't I bring the maidens from a different universe into this one and that way they'll be alive for you. That's cool, right? It's like, no, that's not fucking cool, idiot. <laughs> what that is, is you're kidnapping them from a different universe and putting them into mine. What about their families in that universe, you dumb asshole? <laughs> you try force, you're a dick. And then it just ends. Then it rolls the credits. It's like, sorry, I didn't hear you at the end. I, I literally, I might actually put this up in our Skype group. I have a link to, um, I, I have a highlight of me finishing it. It is like the worst ending to a game. It's unbelievably bad. I'll link it up to you guys after the podcast and you guys can watch it. It's okay. so fucking stupidly written. And it's like, yeah, of course, of course this was made by a bunch of idiots that don't know anything about video games. I don't know why I expected the ending to at least make any degree of sense. I really fucked it up with that one. That one's on me, guys. Unbelievably <laughs> bad game. I cannot believe You're that bad. people for 10 years and change have been talking about how this is actually a really good game. This was trash. I would rather play Majora's Mask again. Hey, hey, hey. I would rather play Majora's Mask <laughs> for a day straight. I would rather play all of the 3D Zeldas back to back to back to back to back before playing Parallel Worlds. This game... <laughs> Is trash. <sighs> okay. I appreciate you. I play this game so you guys don't have to. I don't think I, I ever do. would, honestly. I would be so scared. Like, and I hate like, people the, set ridiculously expectations for stuff like that, you know? It, for me, it was... Uh, for so long, people have been like, Oh, yeah, the, the reason uh, everybody says it's so hard is because of uh, you need to know bomb jumping later in the game. That's the big thing for it. And no, that's not the big thing. You do need to know bomb jumping, and before like the game got semi-remade or touched up a couple years ago, you literally needed to know... Uh, go to this one place called the Hall of Pain to get one of the small keys that you need to get through the, dun to get through the parallel tower. <laughs> you needed to bomb jump in this place. It's literally just bomb jump platforms, and it's huge. You have to do like ten bomb jumps at least to get to the key, I think. Uh, and then, Fun. yeah, yeah, terrible game. So the other game I've been playing is another ROM hack, except this one's at least a bit better, and it's Final Fantasy VI: Brave New World, which I have mentioned a few times. I finally got around to starting it for my stream anniversary. 
I, uh, as of May 1st, I've been streaming for four years now. And uh, I celebrated that. I played some video games, and I started up my playthrough of Final Fantasy VI Brave New World. It's ROM hack, which the short version is it completely rebalances the combat <laughs> system and completely rebalances the stats. It locks espers off from certain people so that not everybody has access to every esper. Does a lot of stuff like that. Oh, that's, um, that's, that's one of the things that I didn't like about it. I thought everybody can use everything. Yeah, exactly. So on the, on the surface, all of these ideas, all of these changes are fantastic. I love them. You get to develop your characters in different ways. Uh, every character has different builds that they can do. You can go uh, for Shadow, for example. He's got he only he's one of the more limited characters. He's got access to two different espers, which means he can only level up two of his stats. He can either max out his speed and just focus on his speed entirely and become very, 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 very fast, which is actually very fun, or he can focus on his vigor so that his swings do more damage each. Uh, he also now like his ability. He has buffs. Uh, instead of only being able to get image on himself with one of his throne abilities, he's able to put image on the whole team, which is a very nice bonus for him. He's a pretty interesting character. Uh, to balance all of this out, he has a very low HP pool, and if he gets hit, he's pretty much dead. Kind of sucks, but, you know, what can you do? Now, all of this, that's, that's just an example of one character. Uh, for another character, let's take uh, Cyan. Sword tech doesn't suck anymore. That's the short version on that. And uh, uh -huh. there are two major builds to do with him. You can do a tanky kind of build where you focus on your stamina and you level up your stamina. And in this game, stamina makes it so that uh, there are some attacks that scale off of your stamina stat instead of vigor, which vigor is strength. Um, so there are attacks that scale off of your stamina, but stamina also helps you take less damage from all attacks. Uh, the difference between, say... 20 stamina to let's go with like 90 stamina at 90 stamina you're taking about 73 you're taking very consistent damage for one and you're taking about 73 percent of damage than an attack would do with 20 stamina you're taking anywhere from like 80 to 110 percent of the damage of an attack and it's total variance on how much it is so uh, you can have this tanky build with a couple attacks that scale off of your tank which is really, really cool. The other build for Cyan would be focusing more on your strength and taking advantage of the much better sword techs in this version, as well as having just really good, strong basic attacks and uh, good counter attacks. The counter system's been redone so that you counter a lot more often, stuff like that. It's very nice. Um, unfortunately, as the game has gone on, when I was first reading about it, and one of the things I did like is it was, there's this part where it's like, uh, for the readme that says oh this is not a difficulty mod this is not being marketed as a difficulty mod this is not designed specifically to make the game more difficult the game is designed to fix a lot of the imbalances it's designed to fix stats fix glitches in the game and i was like all right yes that's exactly what i want i just want to have a cool playthrough of final fantasy 6 where every all of the characters are good in one way or another and where I can, like, actually have stats that work the way they're supposed to. Instead of having all of Sabin's blitzes scale off of my magic stat. Now some of them scale off of Vigor, which is really nice. But as the game has gone on, it's gone from... Oh, okay, I need to learn this new mechanic to... Oh, okay, I literally can't attack anything for 
10 rounds because I have to just sit here and heal over and over and over and over. Oh. A lot of the bosses have started turning into that, and I'm getting very, very tired of it very quickly because it's boring as shit. Uh, it really started around the dumb bullshit, to put uh, to blanket term it, really started around uh, when you're going taking the airship up to the floating continent. Uh, on the airship, you have to fight Ultros and Chupan or Chupin at the same time. So you kill Ultros, except he doesn't die. He sticks around, and you can't target him anymore, but he can still attack you. So the first time I fought him, he hit us with an AoE that almost one-shot the entire team right after he summoned Chupon. And I was like, oh, all right, so now I'll just target him. I guess he's not dead yet, except I couldn't target him. So I got very confused, and then we got hit by another AoE attack, and we were dead. It's like, great, that's, that's super fun. What a blast that was. So I eventually get through there. Eventually, <laughs> it takes me like three or four tries against this fight. And then we get up to the floating continent, which has always been a brutal area, and the mod made it even worse. And at the end of it, you have to fight Atmel Weapon, who, much like the floating continent, has always been a challenge. And the mod has made him a thousand times worse. Is it always I... a fun challenge? No, not really. Hmm. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the stuff in this game is not a fun or interesting challenge so far it's been yes, a lot I still of like that, like that just kind of grindy like i want to kill myself yeah that's kind of what it turned into like when i yeah. finally beat atma it was about a 50 minute fight and to do it um the reason it sucked is because he's got an, he's got so many attacks that do so many different things he's got a ground-based attack so you need to have float up the whole time he can remove your float status and you have to put it back up then which can get really annoying he can do, um, I think he has a percentage HP attack. No, no, I don't think he has any of those, thankfully. Oof, He's got Meteo, bad. which is a 80% chance to hit for like four to 500 damage on the whole the team. Is AoE? Yeah, whole team. Whole team. Okay. Yeah. And you have to find a way to heal from that, and you have to do, uh, you have to deal with, uh, he has counterattacks, and this is probably where the game is biggest problem is. Everything fucking counterattacks you. It is one of the worst decisions. So, wait, explain this mechanic. I, I know the obvious basic idea of a counterattack, but how does it actually work in the game? Is it literally just every time you auto attack, or is it any time you? Every time you do almost anything, uh, every boss has like a set of abilities that it will do as a counter. In Atma's case, he had an ability. He would counter with an ability called Full Power, which oh, is a physical kind of attack. attack. So every time I would hit him with any ability, whether uh, there was a whether it was a magic spell or anything, there was a very high chance that he would counter with full power. Oof. Full power would hit, it would one-shot anybody it connected with at this time. There was just no way, and there was no way to have enough HP to survive this, unless I grinded out a ton of levels, which you're not supposed to do. I remember there was a few people that had played through the mod before, they had been watching my streams of it, and they're like, oh man, you're really over-leveled for this part. And I was like, I actually feel like the game is balanced, finally, for once. I'm not getting one-shot by everything. Mm. So maybe that, because there's you're a problem there. And so every boss I have fought since Atma has done the same thing. Luckily, they've had some of their other mechanics toned down, but the counter into one-shot mechanic is literally the entire battle balance of the World of Ruins. Wow. Uh, um, I've gone up against some of the dragons. Every time I hit one of them, they're like, oh, here, I'm going to cast Holy on you, which does 1,200 damage, and you have characters on your team that have 600 base HP. And it's like, how the fuck do you want me to deal with this? There are no good, clean ways around this except for equip a bunch of shit that gives me a bunch of HP up, which then sacrifices my other stats. 
So, like, uh, let's see here. The Yeti earlier, the Yeti that you fight, uh, who is Umaro, who then joined your team. He had a counterattack. After we got him to his second phase, he would start doing takedown, punch, punch every time his turn came up. Takedown is an attack that would hit my lock character for 1,800 damage. With safe up, which is this game's version of protect, uh, it would cut the damage down by a third, so it would hit for 1,200. At this point, he had low 1,200 HP, so even at max HP, if lock got hit, he was dead in one counterattack. So the battles have literally become three people playing support for one person that is able to take advantage <laughs> of the enemy's weakness. Because every time we attack him, there's a very strong chance that he's going to hit us back, and we need to do everything we can to recover from that before the boss's own turn comes up, and they do one or two or three different attacks in a row. Not just physical attacks, but maybe a spell combined with a physical attack. And that's been the whole game ever since. Uh, Man, you are... Um... Picking some good titles is what I'm hearing. I've been, I, yeah, I've been blessed lately. I've been hashtag, hashtag blessed. blessed. Oh my god, Blake, bless, bless Blake, everyone. Hashtag bless Blake. <laughs> hashtag bless Blake. Trending thing on Twitter. I'm really hoping that the rest of my world or my Brave New World playthrough does not continue to be a bunch of this boring nonsense because the boss battles are gruelingly stupid because of this. Like I said, it's literally three people playing support while one person hits him and then worries about a counterattack. Interesting. That does not sound good at and all. I mean, I, I love the idea of the mod of like fixing all of the broken stuff from the original sure. game and all this, but having every single boss counter everything you do, no matter what it is, whether it's a physical attack, whether it's a magical attack, whatever, yeah. it's so... It's like when a developer boring. finds a mechanic that people like, and he's like, oh, copy-paste, copy-paste, copy-paste on every single fucking boss. It's like, I like it, but not this I don't much. like it that much, yeah. yeah. Like, everybody was saying, oh, yeah, Atma's the, definitely the hardest boss in the game, and he was hard, but the bosses after him haven't been fun. Interesting. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping that um, either getting some more strong equipment fixes it, which is probably the most boring thing. Oh, you don't have... Uh, your whole team equipped with stuff that nullifies this elemental attack. Well, yeah, of course you're gonna die, and it's like I, I shouldn't like how, I like how need to have to. Said that. Of course you're gonna die. Yeah, duh. That's how you, it works. you deserve to die, right? It's like, oh, I didn't. I thought this was not a difficulty mod. What happened? Just what happened? That's what? What so yeah, uh, I'm gonna finish that playthrough, and eventually, sometime next week, I hope. <laughs> This, uh, my roommate and I tried to watch, we were trying to watch a scary movie last weekend, and we turned on, like, the most garbage scary movie ever. This made me think of it. Oh, nice. And at one part, the guy, like, his wife commits suicide, and he, and it's, like, a couple years later, and he's talking to his dead wife's sister, and she, he's, like, telling her he's gonna move, and she's like, you're just trying to run away from your problems, and he looks at her and goes, trying to run away from my what? And I was like, oh, I'm watching this movie. <laughs> What what movie was it? I don't even know. It was uh, it was like called like Darkness something or Dark something. Like the synopsis seemed pretty decent, but we turned on. We were like, this is. Uh, real quick before you go, I went back and looked at the Parappa stuff. So first off, the remaster is fifteen dollars. So that's that's reasonable, I think. Uh, um, yeah. Also, here's the um here's a line from one of the songs. This is from the one where you're rat battling to see who gets to use the bathroom. Uh, okay. Ribbit, ribbit, I cannot hold it. The last toilet I had, I've already sold it. 
In the rain or in the snow, I've got the funky flow, but now I really gotta go. The toilet over there will bring you luck, so give it, so give up. I got no time to spare. The beginning of that wasn't that bad, but the end was pretty terrible. The last toilet I had, I already sold it? Yeah, dude. Good line. What does that mean? I don't care. It's, it's got a sick beat to it. <laughs> That's what's important, actually. Obviously, dude. Okay. So, last time I talked about Majora's Mask, and uh, I said I was going to play... Well, you were here for that, right, Blake? Um, You cut out really bad for me there. Right now? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, last time I talked about Majora's Mask, and I said I was going to finish that up, and then start uh, Ocarina of Time, and just kind of talk about... All right. Am I still lagging? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, so, I finished Majora's Mask this week. Um, I haven't started Ocarina of Time. I've been really, really busy with some other shit going on. So, I finished uh, Majora's Mask, and... Um, I already have Ocarina of Time all set up. I'm going to start playing probably on Sunday. But uh, so Midor's Mask, I finished getting all the masks. I got the Super Mask, and then I beat the game. Um, the rest of the game, so I, last time I, I talked about it, I was like pretty far in the game. I think I was like two or three bosses deep, and two, two or three of the final bosses deep. And then I had like, I think maybe like 12 or 13 masks, and there's like 24 or 26 in total. Um, so the rest of the masks weren't too bad. I've, I've got... I've obtained them before so it wasn't too big of a deal the first time i played through it it was very fun to kind of figure out kind of fun kind of frustrating trying to figure out how to actually get them because certain ones we talked about last time not not the best mechanic but uh the idea that you have to be at the right place at the right time sometimes on all three days consecutively otherwise you will fail to get the mask and then you have to recycle the time which you know kind of gets old certain masks like the couple's mask and um the keat mask are kind of tedious probably the most time consuming i would say yeah, yeah probably they're, they're pretty bad yeah. um the gold scatola houses are always fun in every zelda or any of the 3d zeldas i love the scatola houses Skatola? Skatola? uh i think i've always said sculpture have you okay yeah no, i think that's how that's how I is it? it okay i might just be absolutely dyslexic uh those houses are super fun i love the idea of using pretty much all the mechanics you have in your backpack to try and get all these different to get all the items that uh the coins I'm not going to say the name uh to collect all the coins um some of them are a little bit easier and they they're more logical and they just kind of make sense and there's some other really stupid ones where it's just like a matter of making a ridiculous jump and timing and getting really lucky sometimes there's a couple i think there's like two of those that i ran into where it was just a matter of redoing the same thing over and over until i found out the perfect angle to, to land on it properly but for the most part those were super fun um playing through the boss battles i mean the n64 boss battles for the the main points of the game are, are always pretty fun the four bosses in this one are no different they're, they're pretty fun they're different the first one is just like this uh almost like indian guy with a sword and a shield and you kind of duke it out with them the second guy is the it's um but it's not a is it a bull it's a bull like I'm looking for you here. Um, which thing? Sorry, I was the four main bosses. You know, you do the the four main bosses. Oh yeah. mask. The second one is it the bull? Well, yeah, it's, you have to do them in order. The second one's like a bull, correct? It's like a that runs around. Um, runs circles. yeah. Like I, it uh, it it's similar to a bull in the way that it works. I don't remember what it looks like though, but it's I think basically that's what it a bull. Yeah, so the, the major boss fights of the game are actually pretty fun. So the, the one we were just talking about, like the bull, you go into the, you put on the Goron mask, and you roll, you build up speed, and you keep up with him. And the idea is you DPS him by running into him, like like rubbing up against him and like bumping into him and, and, and dealing damage that way. He throws uh, objects backwards to slow you down or stop you. He also strikes you with lightning at times. But there, it, it's fun because 
you're continuously going max speed because there's uh, energy potions pretty much everywhere along the track. So you collect those, you're running after them. And my favorite part is like, you'll go off these ramps. There's like these ramps up and down uh, on, on the left-hand sides of the path. And it's really cool because you'll ramp up off there and land on top of them and just do a shit ton of damage. And then he will stun you and then knock you back and then you do that again. But it's just so cool when you come flying in from out of nowhere and just land on top and deal a bunch of damage. Um, so the uh, obtaining all the masks... It's a cool concept. I don't hate it the first time. I enjoyed it a lot more. This time it was very grindy because I've already done it. It was a matter of just sort of repeating and getting them, and I knew how to do most of them. There were a couple I had to think about a little bit again, but wasn't a big deal. And then Major himself is a pretty long boss fight. Uh, if you don't use the Super Mask, it's very tedious, I would say, to, to say at least. It's, you, you need to have a lot of health. You need to be ready to make, because you're not going to get it right. Um, so this weekend, like I said, I'm going to start playing, uh, Ocarina of Time. So I'll talk about it more in depth next time or at all. Um, so I can do like a brief comparison. I think I've talked about Ocarina of Time a little bit before. Um, but I'm really excited to play it after just playing Majora's Mask, which is, you know, like I said, like I said before, the one that I prefer to play if I have to choose between the two. That's interesting that you like it more than Ocarina of Time. Yeah. I mean, I've said that for a long time. I think Blake, well, this one, some Blake and I bumped on a little bit. So was it um, as good as, uh, like, was it as good as you remember to be? Yeah, actually, it was. Um, music really adds a lot to this game. I, I think I've said this a couple times recently. I really feel like music is one of the key things that makes um, some of these older games as good as they are. Music in this game is incredible. It adds so much power to, to what's going on. The dialogue is nothing special, but the limited emotions that the characters give off in addition to the music really just amplify to understand what's going on. It just makes the game really, really good. You just, when you listen to the, to the music in this game in particular, you can really feel that the area you're in makes sense for it, if that, if that makes sense. Like the music, it really flows well with the zones you're in. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah, I love fun with it. Yeah. Is that your favorite Zelda game? Uh, probably to be honest, it's my. It's Wait, my like it's the only one you like? Um, I like the very first one quite a bit. Oh, okay. Um, I like the. It's, I think that one's more of a nostalgic thing, but I really like the first one. Um, I I like seasons, but oh yeah, oh, you yeah. like some of the handhelds. Yeah, I like seasons quite a bit. I thought seasons was very fun. I haven't played. Wait, it do you? You about, like Link to the Past, right? Link to the Past is a great game. I okay. haven't like. Oh, I have played. played it a little bit, but I haven't. 100 percented it by myself if that makes sense the last time i played it i played it with with other people and like you don't get the full value of the game if you play with other people you know what i mean yeah. what was yeah. the first one on game boy link's awakening yeah is that one good is yeah, that the one we had to have four game boys or whatever no no okay. thinking of um four swords it's called four, four swords adventure yeah link's I'm awakening was a good game sure i had that one but i don't really remember if it was good but it was it was pretty. Um, Link's Awakening was pretty good. I don't know about, know about Four Swords. Okay. I really like Killer. Wind Waker as well. Actually, I forgot about that. Wind Waker. I, I love Wind Waker. Uh, I haven't played that one yet. Still. Actually, I haven't played in a long time, so I can't say that. I don't know if I love it. Could just be nostalgia. I really appreciate the graphics at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks really good, especially at the time. Yeah. We just got a tweet. Um. Mr. Badzilla wants to know if Jay got his package yet. Oh, man. I did. Thank you. Do we want to talk about Do that? Do we now? want to talk about the package? Um, are you done talking about Zelda? I am. 
Okay. Uh, we can talk about the packages <laughs> before we do <laughs> the top threes. What is our top three again? Um, games top that three we games we were, we were sure better, better at. at. You both spoke at the same time. What? Ready, Robert? One, two, three. three. Go fuck yourself. Top three games we, we wish we, <laughs> that we were better at. Wish we were better at. Right, right, right. Okay. Fuck. So you got, you got a good list there? Um, It's the same game three times. <laughs> do we want to talk about this um well let, let, let's talk about the we want to talk the, about the uh package in the email section or right now uh oh crap yeah i guess we could save it for emails i'm gonna hit the randomizer button again Uh oh <laughs> top threes time for top threes get your top threes here get your top threes here Blake J. Robert. Do the voice, man. Go all in on it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm really bad at voices. Yeah. As Blake not, sits here I'm with no the Blake ability Corey. to do it. Blake's good at voices. I'm all right. You're cute. <laughs> Sorry, I just said Cute as fuck, you mean. Cute AF. <laughs> cute AF, fam. Blake, you're number one on for the top threes. Do you want to skip? Do you need us to skip you? Um, god damn it. I'm trying to, like, find a list of my games right now. I've actually got two for that. I remember okay. what, I remember two of them, but I could, I never got a third. Do you want some suggestions? Uh, no. Okay. Would you like a hand banana? Uh, I would you like a hand. Tonight. Dude, I watched so much Aqua Teens this week. Oh my god. You tonight. <laughs> you tonight. Like my favorite. No, no, line. no, no. He says it the other way around, doesn't he? he goes tonight. You. Awesome. <laughs> I haven't watched that one, but the, my favorite one that I watch is is the fucking Brood Witch. That's my favorite one. Fucking. Which one's that? It's the, is the one with the. Um... It's the Brood Witch. The Blair Witch is here. No, the Brood Witch. <laughs> Blair Witch is here. <laughs> fucking meat one is so funny. Yeah. Blair Witch is here. <laughs> Best character in a cartoon. Yo, mama. No, we didn't say best slam piece. Like how upset you were about that. No, Meatwad. Alright, I got my list. Okay. okay. Number one, or number three, <laughs> Blake. Alright. Top three games. By the way, this is top three games. We wish we were better at. I just changed mine again. Thanks to uh, someone anonymous who sent in some suggestions. Uh, I guess I, I kind of have a runner-up of every shmup that there is, like Super Earth Defense Force, 1942, all of those. Okay. Um, I, I really wish I were better at those. That would be a lot of fun to play those if I were better at them. But my number three is another one that would be really fun to play if the only way to beat the game wasn't with save states or to be some kind of a god. And that would be Punch Out. Interesting. Tyson's oh, okay. Punch Out. That game is brutal. Every everyone knows it too. That's the thing. everybody does. Yeah, even Mike Tyson knows it now. <laughs> uh, so one of my friends recently, she won one of those classic NESs at work, and she brought it home. And her kids are posting pictures of it online, and they were playing Punch Out. And all these people are like, "If you need the code for Mike Tyson, let me know. I know the code. I still know the code." I'm like, "Jeez, those codes are so long." <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty uh have you all ever heard i just saw this for the first time like a week ago the um like 
post-fight interview, like still in the ring interview from one of Mike Tyson's fights that he said it is, that he broke his back and he was fighting with a broken back. Oh, jeez. Oh. The guy's like, the guy goes, you could just YouTube like Mike Tyson, like broken back. And it's like, there's like a 15 second video. And it's like, if you look up that... Mike Tyson broke back mountain. That's something totally different. <laughs> Interesting. Googling now. Bookmarking. The guy's like, hey, so I heard you, you said you had like some, something that was bothering you. And Mike Tyson just goes, I broke my back. I, I broke and he was my like, back. He's like, what so you, sad, what you, dude. What you, and the guy's like, what do you mean? You're, he goes, my back is broken. And he was like, it wasn't like a vertebrae. And he goes, no, no, spinal. <laughs> All right. My number, who's, a, who's next? Is it me or Jay? Who's next? Uh, who cares? Just oh, go. Jay's next. Go. Okay. Uh, my number three, go fuck yourself, Robert. It's Soul Calibur 2. Um, after ah! I, lo- I lost to this guy recently. This guy was so terrible. Like, you'd not believe how bad this guy was. It's really <laughs> motivating me to... Crap. Uh, I, I used to be, used to be pretty, pretty good at Soul Calibur 2. Oh, man, I that just means... All right, I have two more that should make my list. And <laughs> like, All right, just to interrupt real quick. My new number three is StarCraft. <gasps> you bitch! All right, well, I just added that to my list. Right? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> you kidding me? When that game comes out, I'll man, see you guys next year. I didn't get into RTS stuff until it was... Like, all of my friends had already played it. They had the race. They knew things to build. They had at least an idea of what things could counter what other things and shit. And uh, I was just like, what's the next Terran unit again? Oh, yeah, I got to build a barrack. Oh, I forgot right, to build right, a right, factory right. again. Uh, fucking factory. I've got no vet lesbian gas, man. Where is it? Lesbian gas? Are you talking like Donkey? I don't even know who that is, but I guess. Uh, oh, really? Because he talks like me. Interesting. Little bitch. So yeah, my number three would actually be that, and then a second runner-up would be the Sonic the Hedgehog games. Did you run out of supply depots a lot when you played StarCraft? Oh yeah, all the time. Until until I started playing Sometimes. consistently, I knew exactly when to build them. I at first, yeah, supply. yeah, sure. At first, but then I was like, okay, I know like what my unit count is out right at right now and shit. So yeah. I'm gonna need. I know I'm about to build my uh, air base, whatever the hell it was called. Starport, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right, I need to start building supply depots. I'm going to need those soon. At least pilots where you can build like so many with one probe. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one, though. I like that a lot. All right. Anyway. That is a good one. Robert, you're number three. My number three. Wait, what was Jay's? Oh, Oh, Soul Calibur 2. Mine is Mario 2, just so I can finally beat the damn game. Oh, man. What about Chrono Trigger? You got to get better at that. I beat go, I, I, yeah, but you need to get better at it. You well, may beat a, it, but you need to get better. Okay, that may be true, but I would rather be better <laughs> at Mario 2 so I can beat it and not have this, like, tiny little stain on my Mario record. I'll give you a tiny little... Nah. You know, if you hand those to your wife, she'll be able to wash that out. Oh. True. I'll ask her about it in a minute. Nice. All right. She, back to... Huh? I've heard that there are things you can do to get rid of stains. Okay. Yeah. Like run it through the washer. Trust, yeah, trust if you know sucks. what I mean. Put it in the spin cycle. <laughs> Put you in the spin cycle. You've entered the spin zone. Do, 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 do. Oh, tw- that was Twilight. That's... Sorry. <laughs> that was nice. That was good. That was a good one. But I did do the voice and the, the tone. Yeah, exactly. That's what I yeah, was yeah. it off of. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a good cohesive unit type thing. Um, right, Robert, did you say your number three? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, like, 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 
Right, 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 Mario. Okay. All right, my number two <laughs> um, would have to be... Uh, I can't... I'm not sure of which one I would go with. Either Unreal Tournament or Unreal Tournament 2000. Man, you are, you oh, are two are good. for two. You are two for two right now. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> These are good. Yeah. These are both, I feel like shit. I, oh, man. I, like, I was already really good at Unreal Tournament 2004. I would like to have been better at Unreal Tournament or maybe even Quake because there was a really big 1v1 Quake. Like, back in the day, that's where it was. Cool. That was Quake East only ended yeah, like yeah, four yeah. years ago. <laughs> Well, I mean, they didn't matter anymore. That's the sure. thing. <laughs> Back yeah. when uh, the beginning of esports was CS:GO, which fuck CS:GO, uh, or Counter Strike back. Well, then, yeah, the original. Yeah. Uh, just all the Counter Strike stuff. Now, fuck that. Give me my fast-paced action arena gameplay in either Quake or one of the Unreal games. That's good. All right. Yeah. G. You got a uh, number two? Number two, uh, that is going to be <laughs> Super Mario 64. Um, I think it's fascinating how quick people how quick people are with the mechanics of Super Mario 64, and I would kill to be even remotely or closely good. I, I learned how to do the Infinite Sword glitch in the Majora's Mask along with the bomb jump and a couple of things. I had so much fun learning how to do it and then being able to do it that I think getting as good as or even remotely possible close to some of the people who actually do runs on that is so cool. Like, I would kill to do that. Okay. I'll give you that one. I'll give you this one. My number uh, two is StarCraft. Hey! Oh, my gosh. Don't really have much to say. Just yeah. wish I was better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a really hard game to get really good at. And, like, the people that are... I think it's really impressive how good people are at that game. So, yeah. I mean, I what's that. important is that I'm better than Jay, so I'm oh, ar- I'm already satisfied. But it would be nice to be even better than that. All right, I guess it's time for my number one, and I think we all know what it's gonna be. I actually, don't I, really. I think, I think I do. It might be the same one I have. That's one. I don't know about that. Uh, well, maybe I do. Maybe I do. I got one guess. You probably do. Uh, the game that I would like to be better at, as far as retro games specifically, Street Fighter Two. Okay. Oh, I was I was thinking you were gonna say Battletoads. <laughs> <laughs> no way! I beat that game. That Not game suicidal, bad. Robert. Uh, for Street Fighter Two, I just wish That's I was better one. at fighting games in general. And I think if I was better at Street Fighter Two, the fundamentals that would make me better at that would carry over to the rest of them. Like, just being able to do inputs, being able to keep up with all that kind of stuff. I would love mm-hmm. that. That's a good one. Wait, well, who's your uh, who's your main on Street Fighter 2? I don't remember. Oh, God, in 2? I mean, probably just Ryu. Okay. Who are you? Same here. Ryu and Honda. And oh, then okay. occasionally Bison. I didn't I didn't like Blanca, even though I liked some of the other charge characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I liked Bison, and I liked Honda. They were fun. Honda! Especially trying to do the 1,000 hand or 100 hand slap as Honda on a controller. That shit's not easy. Uh, what is, what is that? What's the input for that? I don't remember. Oh, it's just all uh, <clears throat> just keep mashing all of your. Just sma- I don't remember having a problem with that one. Well, I mean, on a controller, you you can't get your fingers like you can at most reliably hit like two buttons, and it can kind of be hmm. a pain in the ass. Interesting. Yeah. 
What about Guile? Nah. No? Nah. Not not big on the Guile? Nah. Try to I don't know, I just never liked him much. Okay. J Hi. Uh my number is it really me already? Yep. Okay. Uh my number one is Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> oh, that's uh, a good one. One of the guys Damn. that's at my house right now, there's there's a lot of local tournaments here. It's it's a big it's a pretty big scene and him and I all play a little bit. He absolutely destroys it. He's pretty You're talking about the it. original? Yeah, the uh, one for yeah, I guess sixty-four, right? No, it's one what's which one? Melee is on the GameCube. Well, because I, I we play on my computer, so I don't I don't have an actual console for it. It is You probably play Melee. I want to say it's actually yeah, the GameCube f- one. I'm pretty sure it's the I GameCube. feel like yeah, you're the probably, GameCube yeah. one is Melee. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. The one that everybody okay. plays. No one sorry, really yeah. the original anymore. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we play a lot, and he absolutely destroys me. And it's actually a pretty big scene here. There's a lot of tournaments at the local colleges, and it's just it's a pretty cool scene. And, you know, fighting game scenes are always a lot more fun than pretty much any other esports. So, I think it'd be kind of cool to be involved. Yeah, I agree. True. True. That's a good one. All right, my number one. Is the fighting game that started it all? <laughs> Street Fighter Two. <laughs> this is why I said you probably know exactly what it is. I was like, yeah, after you said that, I was like, one, and I know it is. Yeah, that's what I was. As soon as you said, that, I was like, oh yeah, okay, that should have been, I guess. But I think it would be like super fun debate, kind of like Jay was saying, like to be good enough at uh, this game or any of them, but especially Street Fighter Two because it's the one that I like, that I like the most. Um, it'll be really fun to like be able to compete. Yeah, in yeah. that game, it's always fun to be good enough to like actually compete. Not necessarily like be the best, but just you know, be good enough to actually be able to, to be competition. Play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, even if I wasn't like didn't have to be the best in the world at it, if I could be like, you know, tournament good, that would be super fun. Yeah, and street I pick Street Fighter Two as opposed to others just because I like that one the most out of all the, really maybe out of any fighting game. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, between Street Fighter 2 and Street Fighter 4, which one do you like better, Blake? Um, or even 3, for that matter. I never played 3, really, and I never liked the idea of it. I didn't like the whole counter system, or the the parry system, excuse me, counter mm-hmm. system. Um, uh, between 2 and 4, I like that 4 made it easier in a lot of ways. I mm-hmm. didn't like dash canceling though because I, that's so fucking hard to do to find a setup on a controller. <laughs> it's so difficult for me. Oh, on a control. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. On a controller. So I really do want to try five sometime, but because of four, I haven't wanted to pick up five without a fight stick. I haven't really been interested in playing five. It doesn't seem like. I mean, it seems like it's. I mean, it's had a well, it's had a lot of problems. But besides that, even like it doesn't seem interesting enough to me to like be like all right i'm gonna maybe it's just i don't feel like learning it all over again you know yeah yeah i can see that you would get better faster than you did previously you know what i mean yeah like get back up to where you were but i was not like i was ever that good to begin with yeah yeah i don't know if i'm that interested i may pick up the um the new version that's going to be on the switch of street fighter 2 yeah, a lot of people are talking about that. What is it, Ultra Street Fighter Two? I think so. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of wait and read the reviews, see how the like, see how the controls are, and all that, all that kind of stuff. But it's been so long since I've played it. Okay, any honorable mentions? 
just the Blake reminded me everything that Blake has said. Yeah. <laughs> Blake reminded me of one when he was when you said Soul Calibur. Uh the one another fighting game that I think would be fun to be really good at is Virtual like Virtual Fighter Four, I think, mm-hmm. was the Virtual one. Virtual Fighter Four. On uh like PS two or like that that console generation. That that fighting game like I don't know maybe maybe you know better Blake I'm kind of surprised that series didn't really take off a little bit better than I can't remember what happened with it but it just yeah, never performed spectacularly Yeah it never did but it was so good like I four was the first one that I ever played and it's so interesting like how in depth it is and like you can literally if you play somebody who's never played before and you have like a few weeks experience like you could perfect somebody every time just because it's like the the count like the blocking system the way you like counter moves and sidestep and all that kind of stuff is so like detailed and built in like so well if somebody doesn't know what they're doing there's no way that they can just like button mash past you know and get a few hits and like you could literally perfect them just about every time if you're fighting against somebody who doesn't know what they're doing it was really cool that way I don't know why I didn't pick up either, but I wish it would have. That would, that'd, that'd be. I feel like that'd be a really fun one to watch in like tournaments and stuff. Um. Yeah. Other honorable mentions for me. Uh, I would agree with most of Jay's list, pretty much. Honestly. And then uh, the yeah. ones that I mentioned, like Punch Out. I'd really like to be good at Punch Out. God, that game's hard. Uh, like specifically from Jay's list, I would say Super Mario sixty four. Um, it's everybody. One of the things people always talk about when they talk about how great the speed runs of that game are is that it it's because uh, the controls. There's all these really neat tricks that you can do with the jumping, very precise, blah blah blah. And for me, on a casual playthrough, it doesn't feel good to play the game, and it it just never did. And being good <laughs> at it, I would like to be able to appreciate stuff like that for that game specifically. Yeah. Right. Sick? Uh, a little. My throat's been hurting. Why do you ask? <laughs> Let's do emails. Yeah, we did it. Uh, all right, first one comes in from Anonymous. Uh, well, he says, you can, for the sake of this email, you can call me Nighthawk. Do we want to talk so, about the, the pictures first? Nighthawk. Or do you want to like the pictures? pictures? Yeah, we can talk about um, our package. Uh, yeah, sure. Here. Okay. Yeah, let's start let's with it. that. Go. Boom. Nail it. So, uh, because I won the competition, I received a very nice package. Lisa was, like, completely amazed at the fact that, that it came in the mail. She was like, what is this? What is this? So she... <laughs> She's like, Jake, I fan mail. So I post the pictures in chat. Uh, we received, so I received the Secret, right. of Ever, Secret of Evermore Players Guide, which I've already read through entirely. Best part about this is, so the book is great. <laughs> um, it's a great game. The funny part is he had notes in there, and I was reading through them, and I knew exactly which part of the game he was at based on his notes. So there's two notes oh, that's in so it. funny. One is the list of ingredients, which is from the town where you have to figure out the correct ingredients in order to do, get the items. Um, which is like through the desert area. And then the second one, he had a small map of a forest. And I was like, oh, that's the dark forest, which is this forest that if you go the wrong way, you literally walk Ugh. in circles. Yep. That forest is booty. Yep. 
So I was like, I was laughing really hard. I'm like, I know exactly where both these parts are. Um, but in addition to player's guide, uh, one, there was some pretty good, uh, pretty good art that that came on the actual packaging, as you can see. Yeah. What is like? What is like? So it came in the pa the um, the cardboard packaging. Uh, if you're looking at the picture. The cardboard, but I mean, like, where did these come from originally? Which ones? The art. The, the art. The art? The two... I think those are coming out of a color book, Robert. Okay. And then, so there's one for Blake, there's one for me, and there's one for Robert. Oh, where's the one for me? I don't see it on here. There should be two photos. Did I not send the other one? Yeah, this is Slackaholicus and Jay. Hold on a second here. There's a second photo. Do you want to talk about that photo while, uh... oh, actually, I don't want to. I'll leave this all up to you. Oh, what? Don't you dare do that to me. Oh yeah, what do you, <laughs> you see the, the picture? So the first photo is a picture of Blake, and it's a psychoholicus. I actually don't know what Pokemon that is. Like, do you know what Pokemon that is? That's got to be. It's. Um, I don't think it's slacking. It might be. Slack. It's some kind of a sloth thing. I don't actually remember how slacking looks. Uh, let me look at Pokemon slacking. Um, no, all right, that's not stacking. Okay. I'm going to go grab the other photo because I, I can't upload it now, so I'll just describe it to you guys. Hold on. It might be the form before that. Vigoroth? No, that doesn't seem right. It looks... it. It's definitely sloth-like. Let me look up sloth. <laughs> look at the picture below. It looks like you tried to draw it himself. All right, it's... Here we go. Whatever this one is. It's slack-off. Which is oh, okay. pretty hilarious. That is hilarious. Considering that I say slack off at the end of all my streams. Okay. But that's where I got the idea. Hello? There we go. And, hey. Sorry, guys. Hey. Is, when you look it up, all right, so over here at the Bulbapedia, the official P Pokemon Wikipedia, okay. I guess, uh, it is, it's called the Slacker Pokemon. So it's you. Yeah. Nice. So we got a picture. And it of does evolve into Vigoroth, which, the, okay, Vigoroth. I was just. <laughs> I hadn't gotten far enough in it. And then Vigoroth evolves into slacking. That's so funny. Holy shit. So it's a, this Pokemon is literally a sloth on its stomach, scratching the top of its head, and it's got a little speech bubble of it that says, watch me on Twitch, and it has an arrow pointing to it saying Psychoholicus, a.k.a. Blake. So that's awesome. He's on got the a back, cute little picture right below it where he tried to draw the same thing, apparently. You see right below the main picture? That may have been oh, someone yeah. else. Someone else may have drew it. Or somebody did. You never know. You never know who did it. There, we can't yeah. say for sure. So where's the picture of Rob? Um, yeah, I can, I'll text you guys a picture because I can't well, upload properly. Let me see first, there's the one of Jay. Or second, there's the one of Jay. And it says air fucking. Is that what it says? Next this issues. one says... Oh, I actually don't know. It, says, it, says, it looks like AL read fucking one. AL fucking one? No, no, it's AI or AL. Already fucking one. There's a Y. You just can't see it. It's in the gray part. I see it. Oh, okay. Already fucking one. So on the back of Blake's picture, there's a picture of Psyduck, which I'm going to send you guys here in just a minute. And he put a karate belt on Psyduck and put an arrow that says Robert. Why do you put him up like a karate person? Because you do jujitsu. That is not karate. Well, they're all martial arts, right, Blake? Well, that's true. I mean, yeah, that is true. They're but they're arts. nothing the same at all I'm, whatsoever. I'm no, no, um, it's like it's Taekwondo, right? That's the one you mean. <laughs> it's the uh, well, I mean, WWE uh, Capoeira, right? Martial art of all time. You started learning Capoeira. Capoeira. Right? 
Solid. Um, and so there's a picture of those two cucks, and then uh, there's a picture of me, which is the Pokemon trainer, and it said already fucking won. Uh, at the bottom, there's a caption that says ready for a challenge, but he crossed out the challenge and just says already fucking won. So pretty solid pictures. I was laughing really hard. I was laughing really hard. Appreciate it very much. Uh, so just see I want to see this picture of me. Packaging. I have the packaging here. What's the uh, Transformers thing? Oh, that is like, it looks like something that goes on your car. Uh, like, okay. you know, if you've ever seen those on the back of people's car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the package says, Jay, great job on winning the competition. I knew you'd win. Here are your prizes. Um, I added some extras because you're so cool with like nine O's. Dude, on the front, this is actually really funny. It says, Jay, the champ, a.k.a. my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty solid. Thank you very much. I actually really enjoyed the players' guide so far. I It's actually making me want to sort of collect um, old school players' guides because I, I enjoy reading it so much. Like, it doesn't even make me want to necessarily play the game that much. But it's still an enjoyable read. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember this, or I remember that. And it's like, oh, I didn't know this. This player's guide was very um, not high, like, in-depth. It was a very, very basic strategy guide. And the weird part about it, I don't know if, if you notice this, but it's in third person. It's like, the boy goes through the swamp. The boy fights Thrax. And it's like, what? Like, and at the <laughs> beginning, it's talking about, like, the story. And then all That's of a sudden, weird. it starts going in third person. The boy. It's like, what the fuck? That's really weird. I don't know, but it's a really good player's guide nonetheless. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed reading about all the bad guys, um, and it's really nice because it lists all the ingredients to use spells in the game, which is something that you always have to kind of keep in mind, so it's nice to just kind of have that there. But thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Badzilla. I want to, Jay, I want to see this picture. Yeah, it says well. Badzilla with a heart on it, by the way, on the packaging. Oh, yeah, um, I see it. My I wanna... phone is garbage. I'm not going to be able to send you a photo. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll have to do it. It's fine. It, it like it comes. It's... I have the purple hue glitch, which is a really common feature. Or not feature. Well, sort of a feature. Uh, a really common issue with my model of phone. So I'm having that issue. Oh, come on. oh wait. Uh, is that the new one? No, not at all. No, oh, never mind. I heard there was a hue problem with one of the new ones for some people. Oh wait, here it is. I see it. Okay, she did send me me this one. It was one of the other ones that she sent. Nice. Yeah, pretty solid. What's that duck's name? Psyduck? Okay. Did you just ask what the duck Pokemon's name is? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about Pokemon. Really? Psyduck's like so well known. Dude, I know Pikachu and Squirtle. Lame. <laughs> yeah, I feel like okay. you should know like Pikachu, mm -hmm. Bulbasaur, Charmander, Who? Squirtle, Psyduck. Charmander? I don't know. Uh, I think I know Charmander. No, I th I'm thinking of Squirtle again. I know uh, Pidgey. Pidgey's garbage, and you get way too. Oh, much. I know Caterpie. Okay, we're done. You, you're like lit, like the fact that you know Caterpie and you don't know Psyduck is really odd. Caterpie's like the first, like one of the first ones that you get in the first Pokemon game, and that's the only one that I've played. Anyway, emails. Are you, yeah, well, hey, I've got a package. Okay, let's hear about it. Yeah. All right. So our boy Siffle Jeff. Oh. Sent me a oh, package yeah. a few days ago. Was it his? We oh, swung by there and picked it up, and he gave me a little note that said, "So sorry that I voted for Jay to get the Final Fantasy Tactics guide." Still mad at you about that, but <laughs> I hope that this is some consolation. Please find it in your heart to forgive me. Okay. I haven't quite yet, but the package was <laughs> a Secret of Evermore strategy guide. Interesting. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> 
That's killer. And it's Wait, in like it... really, really solid condition. So did he just buy it to, to give it to I don't know. He like... may have. I don't know if he had it sitting around or if he like found it and then was like, oh, hey, Slack, I bet, would like this too. But this is actually a really good strategy guide. Have you flipped through it much yet, Jay? The, the Secret of Everyone? I yeah. read the whole thing already. Okay. The back, the monster statistics page is super, Yeah, the monster stuff was like my depth. favorite part about it so far, actually. It's really, really in-depth. So, like, it, it kind of seems like every... For example, uh, it lists out every monster's stats. It tells you its initial hit points, its attack power, magic, defense, defense, uh, experience that you get from them, and gold pieces that drop from them. So what's cool about that is that... What's actually really interesting is that next to the magic defense, uh, they'll either be listed as none... Or they'll have like a number, and then they'll tell you, relatively speaking, how high that number is. Hmm. Which yeah, is I noticed that as cool. well. So like some of these monsters have none listed for magic defense, which is of course no magic defense. It's pretty low. Then there'll be a guy like the Stone Cobras, which have fifty-one magic defense, and they're listed as having a high magic defense. And it's like, oh damn. So I know that I probably don't want to try casting magic on those guys. Now, what it doesn't explain cool. is if I think that some of the enemies have weaknesses. I feel yeah, like certain I remember spells. They talk a little bit about that, like very, very little amounts of it. Okay, I don't know if they do in like the earlier parts of the strategy guide, or if they do in the text above the monster t statistics at the beginning of the appendix here. But like, it's I I'm sure that there are some enemies that are weak to some alchemy, kind of a thing, and uh, I just don't know who is weak to what, and all that kind of stuff. That'd be kind of cool to have in here. I don't know if they mention it during the walk. They do a little bit. I was just going to say that during okay. the actual Players Guide itself, there's some some notes about uh, weaknesses. Interesting. Very, not too many. Like It's like every so often you'll see it. Okay. What kind of, uh, there, I, I saw a couple typos there. too, which was funny. Yeah. Uh, overall, it's a pretty decent-looking strategy guide. It looks pretty well done aside from missing like elemental weaknesses, anything like that. Uh, the rest of the information is very, very. There's also hand different. hand drawings. It looks like throughout the book for like. Uh, those are probably awesome. like the concept arts. Okay, some of them are a little questionable, but most of them are pretty. You guys, it's not a strategy guide; it's a power play guide. It says on the cover. <sighs> authorized. You want to authorized okay. power play guide? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at this, and I just I just now got the AKA my neighbor joke. Wow. Also, I'm looking at the picture of me, and I don't think there's any reason to believe that's supposed to be a karate outfit, not just a jujitsu gi. So I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and tell him and say it's a jujitsu gi and built. All right, as long as we've got that resolved, I can sleep tonight. Like that was my biggest <laughs> podcast tonight. Emails. That's pretty awesome. Thank you once again. Yeah, thank you very Jeff much. That was actually Mr. really Bedzilla. kind. I really appreciate it. I love Flair's yeah. guides, and it's been. Okay. So I think Blake is um, gonna stay here. Alright. Uh emails. So first um first um first one we have from a gentleman who asked to be called Nighthawk. Um and it's we were I was like it was earlier this week and um I was like, Oh shit, we didn't come up with the top three for this episode. I was trying to think of one. And then like later that day I was just glancing at our emails and I see this one in the subject line is top three ideas. So I was like so that that came in very timely. So thank you, thank you for this, Nighthawk. The first, the um, 
games that we wanted to be better at. That was one of his suggestions. So he just sent in a list of top three suggestions. His first is the one that we did. And his second one was top three game worlds. You would like to see reimagined in a different genre Hmm. examples, Zelda as a point and click Metroid as an RPG final fantasy seven as a side scrolling platformer. These are just shitty examples. I think we actually did that once. But I would be up for doing it again if y'all want to. I was going to say, I do remember something about that, but I don't remember specifically what we did last time. I'm pretty sure we did, like, exactly this concept, but I'm fine uh, doing it again if we can't think of anything else. And his his other, his third one was, top three most difficult games you have ever played. You can choose games you hated or thoroughly enjoyed, games you beat or never were able to. You may have already done something similar to this, although I don't recall if you guys did. I think we may have done that as well. Yeah, I think so. Because uh, I do remember doing... Hardest game. We'll, we'll keep these. Maybe we'll probably not figure it out right now. During well, maybe we should go and figure it out so people can write in if they want to. Why don't we do the game worlds reimagined in a different genre? We'll because that was like a long time ago. I think when we did that, is that good? Is that is that good with you? I'd be okay with that as long as we went back and revisited like which ones we've already talked about. Oh geez, then I have to search through. 82 episodes to find the right one. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. All right, well, let's do that one then. Game worlds or like video game worlds or uh, like properties or whatever that you think would be cool to uh, play in a different game genre. I'll have to think about this that'll be our That'll be our next top three, huh? This will be fun. I'll have to think about it a lot though. I actually think Zelda as a point and click is kind of a cool idea. Maybe even Metroid, uh, I don't know, maybe Metroid as an RPG is all right, too. Zelda point and click would work. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Really, even, yeah. F- I mean, honestly, Final Fantasy VII as a side-scrolling platformer, that sounds stupid right off the bat, but then if you think about it, like, that could actually be kind of cool if it was done right. All right. Uh, that's all I have for now, he says. If you enjoy these ideas, I will come up with more. If you do not enjoy these ideas... Go fuck yourself. That's a bit aggressive. <laughs> I think that's... I mean... Aggressive. You know. The pizza is aggressive. I enjoy these ideas. Come up with more. So that way we don't have to. Thank you. Next one. Um, another anonymous writer. If you need me to read one, let me know, Robert. No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, if, you, if you want to read one... Okay. Yeah, here. Why don't you go ahead and take this one? That way I'll, I'll take a break okay. from reading. Uh, Are you going to post it in Skype too? Yeah. Slapping it up on here. Slap ass. This is from Anonymous, he said, correct? Yeah. Cool. It says, hey guys, just writing in to ask if you guys have ever played some of the more obscure N64 games like Aiden or Aiden's Chronicles, A-I-D-Y-N. You guys ever heard of this? Um, it was like Aiden though, I think that game and the next one on there I've seen on like blockbuster shelves, but I don't I never played him. He said, like, uh, Aiden Chronicles or Hybrid Heaven. I haven't actually heard of either of these games. Let me Google. Um, he goes I haven't on to heard s- of either. I'm sorry. He goes on to say, neither one of these were well-received upon release, but have gained dedicated following throughout the years. Aiden Chronicles was Quest 64 done right. That's like saying a game is a zero, but better than that. <laughs> like Quest 64 <laughs> was like, oof. But done right, and Hybrid Heaven is basically Metal Gear as a 1v1 fighting slash Slash wrestling RPG. 
What? Digest <laughs> that for a second. I gotta see I'll read this. that again. He- Hybrid Heaven is basically Metal Gear as a one v one fighting slash wrestling RPG. That right, actually sounds up. insane. That sounds fucking insane. Hybrid. He- There's a second one apparently too. Oh, I've played this game. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This game is super fun. It's like Hybrid um. Oh, shit. Oh man. <laughs> it's been a very long time. I rented this once. I'm looking at a video and there's a guy fighting a dinosaur. I mean, what is this, like Tekken? Whoa, weird. Wow, this is very... Oh my gosh, I don't remember this at all. You like... It's not like a real-time fighting game. Weird. You see, like, you, you like hit a button and then yeah. it like, takes you to like a menu system, sort of like an RPG kind of, just to decide what you want to do. This is my favorite picture I've seen so far from it. Oh, you're welcome to load the photos from the package to Twitter, by the way. Oh, yeah, good call. Okay. Are you sure you want your address out there like that? Oh, is my... Oh, is Lisa that dumb? Well, I mean, she just sent them to me and Blake. No, I wasn't sure. Well, I I know you have it, but I was just kind of curious. Yeah, I mean, it's got the Mm. front of the envelope. We can can cut that part out. And then somebody Uh, finds my address and I... Damn it, I'm opening stuff. (laughs) <laughs> that may be from the actual video that I pulled up and I'm watching right now. This game is so weird looking. Okay, all right. So what's his question? What's he asking about it? He says, he's just asking if you, if you guys have played them. Um, and then he just continues on, no. uh, excuse me, goes on to say thank you for the awesome podcast. And will someone play Shadowrun on SNES already? Ooh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if I really feel like playing Shadowrun on SNES, but we'll, we'll, we'll note the request. How about that? Could happen someday. I have not played. I haven't played any of these. This is my first time hearing about either of them. Same. I take it neither of y'all have played either. No, I I I've I played Hybrid Heaven before. Oh, that's I just right. Don't you remember, that I don't remember anything other than I rented it once, and it was pretty interesting. Because my brother and I would we'd alternate each week who would pick the game, and this was his pick, so he spent more time on it than I did. Okay. You know, after church. Praise Jesus! Blah blah blah. Let's go. Let's go to Blockbuster. Can we play this? Can we go to Blockbuster on the way? <laughs> Dude, you gotta go for gold. All right. Um. Okay. This is a message. Uh, Jeff sent us. I just started playing Hearthstone a few weeks ago, and since Jay mentioned it on the pod, I wondered if he could offer any advice for a new player. Not sure if it is worth covering on the podcast or if he would be willing to send me a message. If not, I understand. Thanks. I believe him him and I are friends on Battle.net. You Feel free to message me anytime, but honestly, um, find a very, very cheap deck, a deck that doesn't require a lot of dust. If you go to a website like Hearthbone, you can see how much dust is required for decks. Go on there, figure out a deck that you want to play, and then just do your Earth quest Bone? daily. Hearthbone? Hearthbone, Paul. Pwn. Yeah, Hearthbone. Okay. Is it yeah. PWN? Just, just yeah. PWN? Okay. Um, you can just go on there, find a deck that you like, count, figure out how much dust you need, and then I would just do your daily quests until you have enough dust to craft the deck. And that's You, you kind of have to start from somewhere. They have some decent catch-up mechanics. Do the brawls every week so you get an extra pack. Like There's some, some stuff like that you can do to catch up. But honestly, that is one of their biggest criticisms is for new players. It's just completely overwhelming. Um, disenchant any cards that can't be used in the current meta. Um, 
in terms of uh, a standard. What's the current meta? That's what you sorry, don't know. Standard. No, not meta. Sorry, the current standard, which is there. It literally tells you. It'll say standard or non-standard, and then you just disenchant the non-standard cards. Give them, tell them some sick strats. At least one. Oh, what? No, I I play, I play a bunch of different decks. Uh, You're not gonna give out your secrets? There's no secrets. I mean, Hearthstone is just. Do you have this card on curve? Yes. Okay, you're doing good. If you don't have that card on curve, you have to actually. All right. Think. What's it, all right? What's a good? What is on? What the hell does on curve mean? First off, uh, curve your mana. So every turn you gain one additional mana crystal. So playing a curve means okay. on turn two you play a two drop. On turn one you play a one drop. What's a good card? Tell just tell him one good card that he. <laughs> one good to get. card. One. Um, yeah, we got to give him something of substance. Prob. I'm trying to think what my favorite card right now is. Probably. Oh, my favorite card is right now is called. Hold on, let me go because I want to say it's right. This card is fucking hilarious. Let me go go make sure I get the name. His name is Wicker Flame Burn Bristle. It's a legendary card. It's a three drop. It's really, really powerful. But my favorite part about this card is when he goes into play, it plays like this trumpety music, and he goes, he goes, um, that's what he says to me. He goes, You got this. You can do it. Hold on. He, when he comes to play, he goes, I'm on fire! And then every time he attacks, he goes, Light him up! And it's just it's just a really funny card. <laughs> and so if people are watching behind me, I will sit there and just spam it over and over and over. Because you can like act like you're going to attack and then cancel it. And he goes, Light him up! Light him up! And it's just <laughs> really, really fun card. It's a very aggro. It's a very anti-aggro. So it's like, aggro, I fucking hate aggro. I think aggro is like the most cancerous, mindless, stupidest fucking shit in the world. So I'll do, I'll play that card. What's wrong which with is, aggro? is just cancerous. It's just people who... Why do? It's just, hmm, I just put a bunch of creatures on the board and run at your forehead and I ignore your board and don't actually have to fucking think. That's what most aggro decks entail. That's the okay. thought process. Uh, but that card is a three mana, two, two with taunt, divine shield, which makes it very, very hard to get through. And every oh, yeah. time it deals damage, your your character, your, your yourself is healed for the amount of damage that it deals. So if you play that and they oh, just nice. have throw creatures into it, you just get a bunch of health back. And then if you play, there's a secret called redemption. When it dies, it comes back to health with one health. So it comes back again with one health and Divine Shield again. So it takes two additional hits to get through. And it's just funny just to watch people leave the game as soon as Redemption procs. Because they're like, well, I can't win. And you're like, yep. Enjoy your, enjoy your uh, turn three loss. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, there you go. Very fun card. I like playing Control Paladin. It's my favorite thing. Paladin? Control What's Paladin. a good start? Control Paladin? What's mm -hmm. that mean? Control Paladin. Um, the idea is to control the board. It goes usually to okay. later stages of the game. And you just dominate the board and push later on. What's a good you do you recommend Paladin? Uh no. Uh, for new people I actually recommend things like Zulok. Zulok is an aggro based deck, but it has some intricate mechanics that teach you the basics of the game. Um, aggro that's, means that's a, that you play fast. You play things and you swing it fast yeah. pretty much. Wait, that's a class? Is it Zulok? It's what's well, no, it's, it's Warlock, Warlock but and it, it, the Zulok is, is the type of deck. Okay, Warlock is the class that you recommend. Uh and play. I would just, I would just say that specific deck. It's it's a very good starter deck. It teaches you the basic basic mechanics of the game. It, tell, it teaches you about board positioning because your where you play your card, either on the left or the right, can determine if you win or lose the game if, if it comes down to it. So there's just certain things you can learn from it that make it really cool. All right. Thanks, Jay. Yep, anytime. Yeah, and feel free to message me. I think we're friends on Battle.net. If not, just tweet at me and I'll, I'll respond. So I'm actually using Twitter every once in a while. Uh, Blake, you want to read the last one so you can be included in uh Not really. My throat hurts. Okay. Sorry, Blake. All right, I got this. Chatler next time. <laughs> Last one comes in from guess who? Jeff. Chase, Chase. the night cleaner. Chase, and, Chase, the night cleaner. There's a fifty-fifty, right? Huh? 
I said it was a 50-50 guess. Uh, not really. Didn't you all? Didn't we have one from Jeff? Yeah, we just read one from. Oh, Jeff. did you? Oh, Jesus, I'm retarded. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> did I miss this? Am I the stupid one or nope. is it Jay? <laughs> I'll okay. take the credit for that. Subject line: Jay wins all the. Th- oh, sorry. Jay wins all the things. Hello, gentlemen. Chase the night cleaner again. How is your evening going so far? It's Friday and it's been a shitty week, so I'm very excited <laughs> to relax this week. I'm pretty upset because I was going to play a new game on stream today, but it didn't get here until the end of my stream. That sucks. What game is it? Uh, I'm going to talk about it in the current okay. game. Okay. Yeah. What, what are y'all doing this weekend? Uh, working. Not a whole lot. Recovering. Oh, actually, I'm I'm working tomorrow, and then I might end a little bit early because there's a WWE event happening tomorrow. And That's then on so Sunday, cool. uh, On Sunday, I'm probably just going to hang out all day and watch the other WWE event going on this weekend. Did you know Vince McMahon? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, back in the day, I did. I'm sorry. Did you no, 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 know no, no. Vince McMahon? No, dude, no, no. Uh, Vince McMahon at one point was <laughs> in the UFC. I, I paused for a second because I wanted to make sure I said this properly. Sort of. Yeah. It, it was less that Vince was and more that his son was. His son Shane was like, Dad, we need uh, to be now when they're at the ground level. And his dad was like, nah, I don't care about that. And uh, then UFC blew up. And so his son Shane is just like, Bitch, I told you so. <laughs> I um, I I I think it would have been very interesting to see some of the storylines they came up with. <laughs> yeah, that could have been real, real interesting. It, what's really funny about this is I just opened up a stream in the background to listen to, or rather to watch while we're doing this, and it's somebody playing uh, EA Sports UFC two. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right, back to Chase's email. Wait. How's your evening? Okay, yeah. How's your evening? <laughs> so we're all doing. We're all doing. We fantastic. are all just losing it at this point. <laughs> Basically, so according to last episode, Jay wins all the things. Congratulations, Jay! Your glorious victory strategy guide should be in the mail by the time you record this. But as I am a little under half a continent away from you, it may take a bit. Nope, definitely got it. I got it. Uh, I think two or three days ago. Wait, you got you got the one from Chase? Oh, I'm sorry. God damn it! All right, I'm done talking for that. <laughs> Wow. Like, I think I'm impressing you now. I, not in any good way, though. All the bad ways. Every single one. Like, I'm disappointing you right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a better way of putting it. That's a good word for it. <sighs> I'm watching two creative fighters right now that look like they're 69ing. Where's this? This is on Twitch? Yeah. All right, hold on. Sorry, everybody who's listening. <clears throat> Are you sure you didn't accidentally just go to Chatterbait? I'm pretty sure. I have Chatterbait. I mean, they're not telling me to take my stuff off, so. Who do I search for to find this? Um, Skinned Teen. Excuse me? Are you furious? You're excused. I don't don't want to type this into my... Yeah, you're already on that list. Alright, here we go. It's a good list to be on. There's a good company. Oh, Oh, that dude's hair is green. That's correct. How about that? Yeah. All right, I'll I'll, uh, I'll let you know what I think about this as well. Okay, good for you. But in the meantime, we'll finish some more. Oh, I hear there's round. What is this? Round two? Round three? I think two. I don't know. Okay, you want to take bets? We... No. I mean that's kind of what they do. But anyway, are we gonna continue? Yeah, are we gonna, gonna get here, Robert? Jay, you want to get on? You want to get on? Get on? Get in? Robert, on I am this? gonna let you know right now that I am like on the verge of falling asleep. So. All right. 
Chase the night clear again. How's your evening going so far? So according to last episode, Jay wins everything. Uh, have a kind of way. Also, last episode, all of you agreed that when you are gaming, you all enjoy eating. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I don't remember talking about this. I don't think I... I don't... I mean, I don't think I really eat when I play games. Cause I, guess, I don't cause I generally do. Like, I almost never do it. But if the opportunity comes up, if it's like a good food that's going to work with it, like, yeah, I'm down. Right. Like, if I got food, I'm not going to turn down food. Yeah. Uh, okay. we... All right. So as an example of this, at the beginning of the podcast and I, I was busy eating dinner. I mean, like, if there's food there, I'm going to go in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go exactly. in. I'm already in there. In there like, I'm already I'm, like, I was way in there. Usually I try not to eat while I'm playing games because then I get like my mouse all greasy or yeah, like get, I yeah. crumbs all over you the get, keyboard. Like catch up on your controller. It's like, yeah. man. Um, what is your very favorite uh, snack food or dessert and why? Ooh, very favorite oh, snack food. Man. Nachos. I'm, I'll eat nachos all the time. Oh, wait, hold on. Man. I skipped like five sentences. Just a second. What the hell, man? Do any of you remember that episode where you discussed favorite foods and one of you ended up eating some kind of pickle concoction? Yeah, Robert, you poor bastard. <laughs> that was good. Uh, I didn't want to relive the past and ask you about a favorite breakfast or dinner food again, but I do have a question. Okay, what's your favorite snack food and, or dessert? Favorite snack food? Or dessert. So snack food for me, I love almond butter and wheat thins. That is my go-to. I love I love almond butter and I really enjoy wheat thins and the two together. I have never had almond butter. Super good. Um, I'm a big fan of nachos. Like if if they're really if they're done well, if they're actually what do you done, like on your nachos, nachos other than the basics? Um, I like most things except some of the basics like guac and sour cream. I'm not a fan. You don't like guac? Wow. Yeah, I know. Oh man, guac. damn. I mean, if there's some on one of my chips, I'll try to like pull the chips that don't have the guac on it. But if I hate if how they get damp and all it, soft. That's what me. See that that's bad. I don't that's even that nachos. doesn't even bother me. Really, I hate that because if I, I want the crunch, son. Yeah, but. Uh, I see. I don't. Sometimes I'll make like chili cheese nachos, and a lot of them get soggy on that. But that's okay with chili cheese, actually, because that's just that's just a hot mess on its own. I can agree with it there. But if it's just like standard nachos with cheese, nah. I like like jalapenos, black olives, sour cream. Okay see, side. like I don't I don't like things like black olives on almost anything else. But on nachos, like so I've gotten yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Of like, if it's on my nacho chip, yeah, I'm gonna eat it. Kind of the same way as my guac, like guac or sour cream. If it's on there, I'm gonna eat it because nachos have a magical property where whatever gets added to the chip makes it work. You can have tomatoes on there. You can Ooh, have a little bit of onion. You can have some, you know, some diced tomatoes. Hell yeah. You can have some cheese and like the cheese dip, the queso. Oh yeah. So like the, the runny cheese stuff along with sprinkled cheese on top of it. Get some, uh, get some beef on there as well. Some black olives. Brown beef. I think uh, black olives, I think, I think uh, sour cream complements black olives really well. God, hmm. this is making me hungry. <laughs> Some of my other favorite <laughs> snack foods. I'm a big fan of just a peanut butter sandwich. No Nothing jelly else on there. Nah, too much. Work. I like doing peanut butter bread, just like open face. Wait, y'all are listing like meals for snack foods. That's not a peanut butter sandwich. Is not a meal. That's like it's literally something you put together in a minute. It's boom. It's like an, it's like yeah, but it's the entree. I've never had it. Never it's had. not an entree. That's it's a literally a. Snack. Anyways, keep going. It's I like, like saying, I like a sandwich is an entree. It's like saying toast is an an entree. No, no it's not the same. It is. It's literally two pieces of bread with something on top of them. That's that's it. what a sandwich is. So then, so a piece of toast is oh an open God. face sandwich. You're an idiot. No, there's nothing on toast. There's butter. Yeah, that's butter. Whoa, what? Or something. You can put peanut butter on there. Peanut, peanut butter. butter Those are two totally different things. They are not different. It is the exact same application <laughs> as far as a meal goes. You're wrong. 
peanut butter toast and uh, butter toast are the same thing. All right, look, I get the sentiment. Like, if I just eat a peanut butter sandwich, I got to eat a lot of other, other food stuff I like is salsa verde Doritos But it's chips. not. Oh, those are good. Those are not. Really it's good. an entree. That's the green bag, right? I like the maroon bag. What, yeah. Is, yeah. what are we talking about now? Salsa verde fucking Doritos. And, like, same with nachos. Like, I can't eat just, a, like, a snack amount of nachos. If I eat nachos, like, it's got to be, like, a whole meal. Like, basically half a bag of There's nothing wrong. Dude, I'll eat, chips. I'll eat a whole bag of salsa verde chips if I want, which Yeah, I no, that's want. what I'm saying. But I don't. Like, the same that, thing as nachos. Like, it's a snack. It's still a snack. I'm still You know what's really good it. with peanut butter bread is fucking milk. Milk compliments. That Dude, yeah, that's what I do with my peanut butter sandwich. I have a glass of chocolate milk most of the time. Chocolate milk? Interesting. Yeah. That's I love chocolate. I love both of those, but I can't have them together. It's like too much sugar. I don't like plain milk. I can't do plain really. Milk. Yeah, I can't either. I'm with you on that one. So to make myself get a little bit healthier, I actually started doing chocolate milk because of that. I don't like the taste of plain milk, but I was like, you know what? I'm, the calcium's good for me and everything. So why don't I try doing? I actually drink skim milk and enjoy it, honestly. Oh God. It's it's very watery, and I don't mind it at all. To be honest. This is this is making me realize that I don't eat much snack stuff. Like if I eat something, like I eat enough to make. I don't eat much at all. I usually have one meal a day, and then I might have a late night snack sometimes, which is usually a peanut butter sandwich. I eat like stuff in between meals, but I don't know if I would necessarily consider. I guess they would technically count as snacks, but it's usually just me like foraging, like find whatever the hell I can in the kitchen, like just like chowing down on it because I can't wait to dinner or lunch or whatever it is. Like, if we have leftovers that we're not going to use full f- for a full meal later, I'll have that as a snack, that kind of thing, you know? I don't know if I have a good Man. necessary snack food, because, like like I said, like, if I to, eat nachos, I'm making a whole meal out of it. To break like, it down even more than just nachos, just tortilla chips. Oh. Yeah, ah, those are, yeah I love tortilla yeah. chips. That crunch and all of that saltiness on them. Oh, yeah. man. Mm. I actually really like the black tortilla chips, the blue corn ones. I think I've tried uh, them before, and I was the, like, okay, you mean it's the just blue tortilla, like tortilla, chips? tortilla chips. Oh, they, most people know them as black tortilla chips. Most people yeah. don't think they're blue. People do not call those black tortilla chips. Most people I know call them black tortilla chips because they look black. They're like Where navy, the hell do you dark live? blue. What? Yeah, guess what? That's not black. Oh, my God. Why? It's yeah, but you know what? Mood. You know what, Robert? This is really cool, but you know what? It's not actually cold, so why would I say it's cool? It's almost like language <laughs> is fucking... <laughs> it's not the specific thing. Do you call them black chips? I probably do. I don't talk about them much at all, so I don't have a name for them. They're those chips that I don't get. <laughs> I've never heard anybody call them black tortilla chips. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm just not even gonna not even gonna keep this going. <laughs> no point. Uh, I That's, like donuts. Donuts, are donut holes. That's a snack. That's a meal. <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> sometimes they are if you eat enough of them i eat them for breakfast on sundays like donuts delivered to my house and i really don't want to talk about it it's really bad dude you get Voodoo them delivered donuts? do you they guys know about Voodoo donuts yeah yeah i've had it before have you jay i feel like I we've talked sorry. about Voodoo donuts yeah we did we talked about it yeah. sorry about what back. voodoo donuts no they're donuts with all sorts of shit added to them oh like, and they're they have like, don't they have like cereal ones and shit yeah too? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, got, like, Captain Crunch they have Long Johns and shit like that. They're, like, three times the size. I'll of be honest with you, plain, uh, plain donut, chocolate frosting, uh, or chocolate icing. and then Chocolate Long ice. John, that's my jam. No and filling. Sprinkles. That? I, love, I love chocolate sprinkles. It's my go-to. I want uh, donuts. We, can we stop talking about food? I'm literally going to end up ordering food. I like German <laughs> chocolate cake a whole lot, too, as far as desserts. That's not a, all right, yeah, that's a watch, dessert. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. How about donuts? 
They'll ask him what they call blue corn tortillas. No, go fuck yourself, Robert. Why? Why do exactly? You, like literally, exactly. why do you do this? No, I'm not gonna waste anybody's time. To okay, I, I, I you don't have to explain anymore. Please hold your breath and just cap it five minutes, please. Next up, I was glad to hear there is some interest in the next strategy guide challenge. I believe I Jay had it right when he said that in order to get any of these guides, there should be a challenge. Yeah. With each book yeah. being the awards. I should get one for free. Thunk it, thunk it, thunk it. What if the – how about people who call chips the right color? Oh, my God. You're disqualified from this one. You are, <laughs> I, I hope it's book, one you want. You're literally disqualified from it. With each book being the awards, but if things prove too one-sided – uh, in <laughs> other words, work. Jay keeps winning all the things. I may have just, I may just have to do some pity prizes for the rest of the guests at this podcast party. Bullshit communism. Uh, speaking of pity, <laughs> okay. speaking of pity, Robert hasn't really been involved in the last few challenges in a way that would net him anything. So here's what I am thinking: I am putting Star Fox 64 up as the next guide for the strategy guide challenge. Uh, Robert, you get to choose. Oh, I get to choose what the challenge will be. What? That's ridiculous. That's what he makes the rules. Uh, but Robert, with if you some pick very. But I will fly to your house. I will just let you know right now. With some very important stipulations. All right, here is here are the rules. Number one, challenge must be video game related. Thank you, thank you Number for two. making that stipulation right <laughs> off the top. Because he would have done something ridiculous. Yeah, like let's have, not... have a jujitsu competition. Blake and I are not flying out there. How about a competition to see who's not colorblind? Both Jay and Blake need to be willing to perform this challenge. Thank you again. Holy shit. This list is just nut money. This is this is perfect so far. Keep going. Only when all three of you agree on the oh, next Oh, my God. This is amazing. Now, this isn't even going to happen because whatever I come up with, like, no, 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 whatever, you're going to be like, no, man, you have to do a Final oh, Fantasy challenge. No, 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 no. Listen, you lost at Diablo. Whatever dumbass competition, this just means all the dumbass ideas you provide are not going to go through. That's all this means. Just what? Saying. Okay. Uh, it's number three. In the chance that someone hates Star Fox 64 and has no interest in this uh, in this guide, they may opt to bow out. Huh? You, me. You may opt to bow out of this challenge and become an impartial moderator whose opinions still count towards deciding the nature of the challenge. I feel like what we should be able to do is win it. The guy who has the actual player's guide at his house right now keeps it, and the person who wins, so like let's say Blake wins, he's like, I don't really want the Star Fox player's guide. He can pick the challenge that we have to do for it again. That way he can just make it ridiculous for Robert. <laughs> that would entice Look, me to I mean, the way Chase is laid down the work last time was that if Robert won it, it was going to be like he would pick something else for us to do so pretty much that yeah that's actually really true robert robert <coughs> so what are you scared. what are you suggesting i think we just need to go with I, I wasn't really following all that i'm just gonna do what chase says yeah okay if that's okay well i think it's i mean i think it has i think it comes down to whether chase is gonna send it to us anyway very true but that's it for me i always enjoy what you do i look forward to hearing all you come up with cheers and talk soon chase the night cleaner all right thank you for the wonderful email Challenge must be video game related. Got that. Do you want to do top to do... three ideas for this next time? <laughs> oh, jeez. And then we can vote on it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Uh, yet. Let's see. So are we all doing it or is it just me and Jay? Honestly, I, I primarily want to do it just to spite you, I'll be honest with you. 
Blake, are do you want to do it? I I don't want to win it, but I want to make you lose. <laughs> this is what happens, Robert. This is what happens. Is this all because I think blue corn tortilla chips are actually blue? Because <laughs> you're being a jack. And you think of you're Twice trying to tell me that to oh yeah, peanut butter toast and buttered toast are different. Fuck off. You know, <laughs> Oh, that's ice cream. No, no, no. But I'm talking. No, no, no. I wasn't talking about peanut butter toast. I was talking about a peanut butter sandwich. I literally Just... mentioned peanut butter. You need to get better listening. Also, There's double also, the amount of bread. I feel so bad for you. Peanut butter toast sandwich. Does that just mean it's open face versus just together? See, that's what I was saying. I was like, yeah, oh, that's all it is. Just an open face sandwich. Robert, so you're telling me it's a sandwich if I put them together, but if they're separate, the same, everything else, it's not. Yeah, a sandwich. Please proceed thing. to the door and fuck yourself. What? <laughs> You don't think a sandwich has to have bread on both sides? Uh, uh, you know, you don't, you don't, you oh, you're you misunderstanding go. what I'm saying then. You're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Is that. a hot dog a taco or a sandwich? <laughs> it's not <laughs> a taco. That's what you put on it. I don't know if it's, I don't really, I don't really know or care if it's a sandwich, but it's not a taco. Are <laughs> <laughs> right, we really doing this right now? What's this nonsense about peanut butter? Oh my God. You really want to get through this? Not really. All right, let's okay, figure there out. There you go. Fantastic. Uh, let's figure out the Star Fox challenge. What are we gonna do for this? Well, I, are we gonna play I, I a said game? We do we want... three, or we talk about it? Like, cause I, I have should no we idea. do? Should we play another game? I said we talk about it afterwards because I have really have no idea at this point. I don't see how we can do it. Besi really, besides playing it, besides playing it, like what are we gonna do? Like, yeah, I think it needs to be a game competition. I don't think we can do anything. Yeah, I don't think we can figure it out tonight either. Probably not, but my uh, inclination would be to go to, like, some of the games that we came up with last time. The one that, uh, all I can think of right now is Worm, like, one of the Worms, like, maybe the New Worms game. Worms, or, uh, Age of Empires 2. Or StarCraft, even. Yeah, I will practice so hard that you will never beat me, ever. I'll have you know right now, if that happens, I will literally practice night and day. How about a, stole, a Soul Calibur contest? Congratulations. Jay? I want to know, Rob. <laughs> I want to know in uh, Soul Calibur and StarCraft right now. Congrats here. Oaf in Tetris, Diablo 2. Uh, Tetris, I came in second place. Yeah, but I smashed your score, though. Did you? I don't remember, but I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something I would do to you. All right, well, are we just going to think about this then? Yeah. That's Should what we, we, all right. we've been saying. Okay, okay, but look, are we going to do the top three, like, what's the contest going to be, or are we going to figure out, like, just what game we're going to play? Or have we decided for sure that it's going to be, like, us playing a game? We I, haven't yeah. decided anything, honestly. I think I, it I, should be us playing a game. But. Yeah, okay. I think so, too, but I mean, we could always just run any we other just, we just need time to think about it. We'll talk about which games to play. Like, we'll we'll try to have it done before the next podcast, I think. Wait, so it's not, okay, so that's not going to be the top three, then? I we can talk about doing it, though. I, I, we don't have to. If we okay, well, for all right, for now, let's keep the top three. What we said earlier, okay. best uh, or the um this like genre miss like mix ups that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if we decide to change it, then we'll like sit talk about that on Skype and we'll change it. Is, is that yeah. I don't really know if I'm making sense anymore. <laughs> Whatever, done. Moving on. Okay. All right, good. The end. Uh, current gaming subcast. So today, I was supposed to start playing the new Fire Emblem that just came out today. Mm. Fire Emblem Shadow of Valencia. Shadows, plural, 
of Valentia Echoes, or Fire Emblem Echoes, as people are apparently calling it. Uh, this is going to be my first time playing through a Fire Emblem game. Interesting. So you got it tonight, but you haven't started playing it? So? Yeah, yeah, not okay. yet. Uh, I've played uh, one of the Fire Emblem games on GBA, but I only got like six missions in, if that, and I ended up quitting. But everybody, since I'm always talking on my stream about how much I love Final Fantasy Tactics, a lot of the times people will be like, oh, God, how do you feel about Fire Emblem then? And I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm so people really say to me too. Into it. Yeah, because they're both strategy RPGs, for those that don't know. Um, and it's something I've wanted to try for a long time, and the timing was right for Fire Emblem Echoes coming out, and I was like, fine, you know what? I'm going to stream that. We're going to do it. Um, what else have I been doing? A little bit of Warframe, a little bit of Heroes of the Storm. What do you think uh, of Heroes of the Storm since 2.0? Um, improved, for sure. I've been having fun with some of the characters. Uh, most people in the game aren't shitty, uh, at least the ones I've played with. I haven't been doing any ranked stuff. I've been doing just quick match. And the people that I've run into there, like they're fine. Compared, which is the best thing about the game compared to like Dota or League. Every single game you jump into on those, whether it's a serious match and ranked or it's just a fun quick match, if it's an all mid game or something stupid like that, everybody in those games is being absolute cancer. And there's just not much of that happening in HOTS, which is really nice. Just jump on and play and be like, this person's playing like an idiot and we're going to lose and that's fine and it's over. Yep, it's not super serious. Yeah, yeah it's, it is a very casual MOBA. Like, it's it's really nice to be able to... So I, I don't invest too much time in MOBAs right now, so when I play League, I just, you know, I get really just, like, whatever. Yeah. Like playing HOTS, it's, like, it's really nice to just be able to play it, not yeah. give a single fuck. Oh, the other thing I've been doing that I've probably... I don't think I'm going to play any more of it, Dragon Quest Heroes 2, which I talked about on the last current gaming mm -hmm. subcast, I believe. Uh, again, to remind anybody that doesn't know, Dragon Quest Heroes 2 is a Dynasty Warriors-style game with dragon quest themes uh you've got leveling up and you've got stats that go up and you unlock new abilities and new spells i love that game stuff kind of stuff and it got really 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 shitty what is the, let's let's see here so jay what would you say the main goal of a dynasty warriors style game is uh per level or just overall just overall for me it's usually min maxing a character okay that's fair um, gameplay wise, I feel like it's generally walking around, hitting dudes, oh, yeah. oh, smashing yeah, them with your weapon. You're in fights like probably 80% of the time. Yeah. And unfortunately, one of the things this, so one, all right, this game has done a few things that really got on my nerves. One, it's a, they take a lot from Dragon Quest, which is fine, except they take a lot of writing from Dragon Quest. They have a lot of words in the game and that isn't is fine normally but here it's not fine because the dialogue is just the same shit over and over and over that's a common theme in dynasty Wars. yes but it's even worse here wow it's far, it's far worse here because it's not like it's literally like cutscene stuff it's dialogue boxes without the gameplay happening around it at the same time so like in a Warriors game, you'll be looking at something, you'll be running around the battlefield, and there'll be a text box at the bottom of someone saying, ah, I've been shot, or something stupid like that. You know? And it's like, yeah, that happens a lot. But their, their method for characterization in the game is just to say that, have the characters say the exact same thing over and over and over. Yikes. The same boring, painful dialogue in between every fight, and it got very, very old fast. The other thing that sucks is that we reached a point where it was obvious that there was a plot twist coming 
and then the plot twist happened and the preceding battle oh it involved me running around not attacking enemies it involved me running around for like one or two minutes of just not doing anything because the enemies were all invincible and then after this one or two minutes the game was like now you have to escape the city so we ran out of the city and on our wave running out of the city there are things in the way that were blocking the path they're literally just time bombs and you have to wait for them to blow up and get out of your way and that's so, when i stopped playing the game and i don't know if i'm ever going to go back to it so the only way to ever fuck up that game style is exactly that yep <laughs> to not put i mean those games you log on you are not thinking too much it's a hack you're not and thinking, slash you're running around oh. smashing dudes with your big goofy attacks yep. and that's it that's all you pop your ultimate to it. go off on people yep. and then they're like hey by the way don't attack anybody and run just do lots of running and it's fun like in dynasty warriors games sometimes you have to run yeah absolutely you have to run all the way across the map you don't have a horse and it's really annoying yeah you have to go like save somebody or stuff but there's yeah. there's some there's something happening there you're like running through guys on the way this is just just run away from guys for a few minutes Okay, now now run some more. Oh, hey, there's a wall in your way that you have to wait for. Uh, oh, the guys are catching up to you. Dodge their attacks. Okay, go ahead and run some more. And I was like, nope, that's it. I quit. I quit, I quit, I quit. It's unfortunate. I love that game style every once in a while. Like, yeah. I just get like an itch for it, and that is the only style that really scratches it. I mean, it's just... There is... You might be interested in this. Um, let me think of the name. All star, yeah, I think it's Koei All Stars. Yeah, that's the one where they put all Warriors, the Warriors characters yeah. in one, right? Not yeah, all of the Warriors. Way. No, it's like a selection of a dozen. Oh, dozen characters. I thought this was the one with that mashed them all in one. I remember you talking. No, about no, no, that. no. That's Warriors Orochi. This is Warriors okay. All Stars, where it's got characters from all sorts of stuff. It's got characters from Dead or Alive. It's got four characters from Dynasty Warriors. It's got two characters from Ninja Gaiden. It's got the star of Neo, which is the new... Um, it came out back in like February. And it's a Souls-like kind of game set in Japan. It's actually really, really good. Uh, it's got three characters from Samurai Warriors. It's got a character from Samurai Cats. Uh, it's got a character from all sorts of different games that they have the rights to, which is cool. But I like the Orochi series more. Because it's just got all of the characters from the Dynasty Warriors games. It's got all the characters from the Samurai Warriors games. Then it's got some dumb characters thrown in. Like you get to play as some of the uh, the gods of uh, different uh, Japanese and Chinese cultures. You play as uh, not Sun something. <sighs> there are two characters in Dynasty Warriors 3 that you unlock that are two gods. I can't remember their names. I though. actually don't know about this. I don't think I played the shit out of that game. Um, let me look this up. But I think they're in this game as well, but they play very different. No, they actually play pretty much the same. Uh, unlockable character. Unlock characters. Let's see here. Dynasty Warriors 3 cheat codes. This isn't. It's not a cheat code. Um, get out of the way. Ah, uh, that's just unlock. It's like it's literally cheat codes for it. Damn it. There's two god characters. I can't remember what they're called. It's like new new we. I think. Or no, no, we something like that. N U W I. Yeah, I would love to help you here. Sorry. Yeah. Let me see here. New, new, wah. That was it. That's one of them. And then there are, uh, there's another male character like that. 
New Nuwa and Fuzi. Those are the two. And it, it, basically those are in there. I didn't know that you didn't know about this. Mm-mm. Yeah. I played the shit uh, out of three and four. For unlocking new Wa to do it, you have to get all of the female characters cleared through their Musao modes. And for Fuji, you must clear Musao mode with Ryubi, Sao Sao, and Son Ken Senior. Um, probably Liu Bei or something like that. No, that's Ryubi. It's in they. It's like the direct uh, gotcha. Japanese names for them. But yeah, uh, they are two god characters. Fuji plays like Guan Ping in Five. He's Guan got Ping's a giant got the sword. The grenades, right? No, no. Uh, he's the guy with the giant sword. Son of uh, Guan Yu. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that guy. And then Nuwa has a rapier playstyle. Anyway, um, yeah. So Warriors All-Stars, I believe, is coming to the States. When is that? Uh, August 29th for cool. PS4 and Windows. Oh, Interesting. I'll play that. I yeah. Is that actually getting a U.S. PC release? That'd be fucking sick. That's pretty. Huh. So yeah. Anyway, Dragon Quest Heroes Two, major major letdown, which is a shame because when I first booted it up, I was super excited about it because it had like all these RPG elements blended in really well. It had all this class system and all this. And then it's just taken such a turn for the worse as the game has gone on and on and on. Uh, I think that's it that I've really been playing that's current. Cool. Um, I played the second Outlast. <laughs> second Outlast came oh, out nice. a couple weeks ago. It's really fun. It's it's uh, pretty long. Um, very scary game. Um, definitely 10 out of 10 would recommend if you like playing scary games. Very fun. It does get a little repetitive. Um, it's based in Arizona, actually. Uh, so the scenery is... It gets pretty repetitive. Bad guys' mechanics are all pretty cool. If you haven't played this game, you don't have guns, you don't have knives, you literally have a camera, a video camera with batteries, and that's your whole way to get through. And very fun game. Um, they do a good job of distracting you and then scaring the ever living fuck out of you. Not too many jump scares so far. So far as just freaky, just absolutely freaky stuff happening. Um, yeah, it's a very enjoyable game. Um, we're about halfway through it. Definitely plan to finish the rest of it. I'm waiting to get everybody together to finish the rest of it. Roberto? Cool. Uh, I th- I I've been just... playing Aladdin. I was just, I don't know how long I've been muted for. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what I was trying to say. Anyway, I've been playing, I finished my, <laughs> I finished my game of Stellaris. And I successfully took over the galaxy as the race of fungus. That was wow. The 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 game has gotten a lot better, but they still like previously it was like the mid game and the end game kind of got boring. And I feel like they've done a whole lot to fix the mid game, but now the end game is still really repetitive. But I finished my first playthrough on that. It was fun. Just really dragged on a lot in the end. And also, I've been playing. Uh, a game called uh, a roguelike called Brogue. It is like a true roguelike in the sense that it is just like the old. It's it's. I think it's. I think it's like uh, a direct modification of the original Rogue. Either that or NetHack, one or the other. And it's all ASCII graphics. And you uh, the the 
this one is much more pleasant to look at. I like, I really like the ASCII graphics uh, interface of these games, but when I was playing NetHack for the podcast a while back, one of the things that did get a little old was just staring at a screen that was all just like white and black. And then like, there's some colors here and there. Brogue does a really good job with color. So it's still ASCII graphics, but they're, but the like, <clears throat> Each like character space, there's a background color, and then there's a color for like whatever character is there, um, for like whatever ASCII character is there. And it's like, if it's water, then it's all you know blue, and it like the uh, the shades of blue change because it's like to kind of make make the water look like it's flowing. And then like when you get to like when you can see areas, they like light up more, and when you walk away, they're dim. And like when there's lava, it's like really bright orange and that kind of stuff. And there's when you uh you can hallucinate if you either like take a potion. That's, that's a bad potion. It's a potion of hallucination or something like that. Or if a frog attacks you and everything just like turns into rainbow colors. And it's like almost like a disco floor. Like everything is just like colors that just changing all over the place. So the game really looks It really, really looks nice. Just playing it. As far as the gameplay goes, it's a typical like true roguelike where you're, Wandering around dungeons, going deeper and deeper and deeper, picking up potions that you have no idea what they're going to do, picking up weapons you don't know if they're going to be cursed or not, fighting monsters, and then eventually losing to some sort of usually semi-frustrating death, which is kind of where I'm at right now. I keep kind of getting stuck around the sixth floor level is usually about how far I get before I end up getting killed by like, I'll like think I'm doing fine. And then all of a sudden, like two monsters I can't get away from, and then they end up killing me because I don't. I can't think of like the right thing to do to get away from them or fight them off or whatever, but I've been playing that a lot and really that's, that's pretty much it besides that and Solaris and also I guess Breath of the Wild still, I'm still picking away at that, but uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I've been playing lately. Oh, and also I have started another game of Europa Universalis 4, but don't have much to say about that one yet because I'm not very far in it. We all good? I think so. Yeah. Any last words? Banana hammock. Okay. Um, Peanut butter. Oh, come on. <laughs> Donuts. Ooh. There you go. That's a good one. I don't want to encourage that degeneration. Thank you, though. Send us your emails. Mail at ClassicGamingPodcast.com. Follow us at ClassicGamingCast. Follow me. I'm at King, King Octavius. <laughs> Blake. Where am I at? I don't remember. Slackaholicus. What else we got? Slackaholicus.tv. Go there. Yeah. Or twitch.tv slash slackaholicus. Um, either one? Yeah. Because slackaholicus.tv just redirects you. Right. Uh, either one yeah. work. Come hang out. Cool stuff. Actually, you just cloned the entire Twitch website by yourself. Don't so spoil like... that, though. But I'm just, <laughs> like, it's a secret. Oh, sorry. I'll edit that out. Anyways, that's all we got for this time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you guys in two weeks.